Revolution. From the front to the back, as pages turn, reading is a very fresh way to learn. Welcome to Literate. I am Sunny D. If you realize you do not hear the lovely Petty Mayonnaise's voice because he's not here. He's visiting the one and only Swerve Gotti this weekend. They're having <laughs> a funny, cute time. Um, but I am not here alone. Thank goodness. I am Thank joined you know. by... Did we say what you, what you were going to go by? No. I'm joined by a very um, amazing uh, person. Uh you know, she's cool, she's cute, she got cute dreads or whatever. <laughs> she a low-key model in these streets. Um, you know, she a poet. You know, she be helping to churn, too. You know, she do a lot of things. She's the reason I'm a mentor in charge of a child's life. Um, That's true. I'm forgetting. <laughs> You're so randomly connected sometimes. I'm like, oh, we did do that. Oh, and that. Yes. Oh, oh, okay. So that voice you hear is our guest for this week. Can you introduce yourself, guest? Oh, I see you trying to get out the introduction because we didn't agree on a name. <laughs> I mean, but you should be like to let our guests do it themselves. Oh my God, no, introduce yourself, woman. Fine, I'm just fine. <laughs> um, my name is Mwende Frequency Katwiwa. Frequency is not actually my middle name, but yeah, you I'm know. realizing slowly but surely there are people who only know me as Frequency, so really? I should start. Ident- yeah, I had a conversation <laughs> the other day with somebody. You have to talk into it so we can hear your voice. Sorry. <laughs> I had a conversation the other day with somebody for like 10 minutes, and I spent like the first five minutes trying to explain who I was. I was like, it's <laughs> one day, you know, from Team Snow, from Women with the Vision. This person clearly had no idea who I was. And then at the end of the call, they're like, yo, is this Frequency? And I was like, yeah. They're like, oh, why did you just say so? And I was like, because I said every other Maybe. thing I did in my life when you talk. I listed my entire <laughs> resume. I gave you my social security number. Like, you could look me up. Yeah. Yeah. Gave you my background. Oh, I don't know why this sounds like this. <sighs> Petty man needs knows how to fix it, and I don't. Mm. So, because somebody just be touching all the, the shit. I mean, aren't you secretly Petty Mayonnaise? Um, one day's under the impression that I am Petty Mayonnaise, and Petty Mayonnaise is also Sunny D. Um, mm. for some reason, because she has not met yet met the wonderful Petty Mayonnaise. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you met you've met him before. <laughs> I don't know. Conveniently happened to be out of town this one time. <laughs> a lot of coincidences popping up. <laughs> mm, maybe it's on purpose one day. <laughs> maybe we don't want to hang out with you. I'm just kidding. Oh. I do want to hang out with you. Well, um, I was about to say you stuck for today, so. I've hung up with you before. <laughs> All right. So on the show, we do what are you here for? What are you not here for? Um, so if you would like to start, if you would like me to start. So what are you here for is something you, you know, you're here for. You give it a thumbs up. What are you not here for? Something you give it a thumbs down. It could be in general. It could be for the week. It could be for the day. Mm. It's up to you. Oh my God. This sounds horrible. It is a little funky. Sounds like you're speaking into a fan or something. I know. Uh, Which is cool when you're like six, but not. <laughs> not trying to do a radio show, actually. Right. That's <laughs> definitely not the cool point. Um, I am not here for speaking into fans when you're 26 <laughs> instead of six. You know? <laughs> Sometimes you got to do it like the one time when you turn the fan on just to have fun. Right. Sometimes you got to be like. Ah. But for two hours. You did it for two hours when you were six? Monday, you didn't have. It was that one time. <laughs> 
<laughs> we didn't have a lot of toys growing up. Let me get you. <laughs> anyway, anyway. We had a lot of fans, though. Um, so that, is that your real? What are you not here for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're dumb. I'm just saying. Um, I have a what I'm here for. Uh, oh, I have a what I'm not here for that's tied to it. Okay. I'm not here for cold ass rooms, <laughs> like every college classroom and building. She's wearing I've a ever jacket right now. Wearing a cape, which is what I'm here for. I'm always here for capes and cloaks. <laughs> <laughs> that I've noticed. I've taken your pictures twice, and I think each time you had on the cape. Um. Okay, so what I am not here for this week is, what, oh, I wasn't here for this, like, insane amount of traffic today. Like, there was an accident on every major, on every part of the interstate. Oh, no. And so I was just like, what the, what the hell? Oh, no. Um, so I'd like to take the long way home. I was not here for that, and maybe late for this other thing I have to do, which means I couldn't go home and shower. I'm just, you know, it was a lot. Mm. I'm not here for my time being messed up. What I... Ooh. <laughs> I have hiccup. I have like burps. <laughs> um, this week what I am here for, um I'm I'm here for like collaborations. Um, so I did a project that was a collaboration with a couple other people. Um, well you know Christine and this other girl mm-hmm. named Rebecca and we collaborated and did a photo shoot. So it was really fun. I saw what was the photo shoot on? Um, it was like Wes Anderson themed photo shoot. Um, there are no pictures at the moment because we haven't finished picking all of them. So yes. uh, everyone will see the pictures when we're done. All right. Picking them and me editing them. Cool. But I have no timeline, so <laughs> they probably should give me a timeline. <laughs> <laughs> give me a timeline because uh, if not, you'll be waiting for your pictures. Right. So you know it is. You know it is what it is. But I'm here for collaborations. It was a, it was a fun time. We ended up t- doing like two days instead of one day, which we were supposed to do. Okay. Um. But yeah, we did like some very interesting places and, um, your DJ mics are not. Uh, we did like some we did some interesting places. My niece was involved, and of course she was whiny the whole time because she's <laughs> eight and she doesn't know like exactly what modeling is. Like she knows, right. but like she would like start. Oh, this looks like fun. Show up. Nah. She starts like whining in the middle. Like I'm like, yeah, yeah, please mm-hmm. fix your face mm-hmm. and keep still. And she's like, uh-huh. but it's like, what are you whining for? It's really, really nothing happening right now. We just started taking pictures. Right. Like we just posed you five seconds ago, and you're already whining. Like, shh. Isn't that all the photo shoot videos though? Five seconds of picture taken. That's, That's what like, everyone seems to think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we just saw it. I just clicked one picture, and she's already like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, shut up. Um, I didn't really tell her. I was like, Yesenia, we are all tired. We are all hot. Right. You know. It is July in New Orleans. I like, guarantee you, calm we are down. all hot. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and like we were doing it inside of like a studio area, and I just had like sweat. I like at some point I felt a bead of sweat just like go down my entire oh. spine. I was like, oof, goodness, there it goes. <laughs> I was like, I'm sweating, sweating. What is this? They got some uh, free CDs in here, apparently. That's David Bowie. Oh, it's empty. <laughs> I don't know why this looks like the cover to King Kong for me. Yeah, it kind of does. Um, but yeah, that's what I am here for, what I'm not here for. Do you have anything to add to that one day? Do you have anything more to say about yourself? Mm. <laughs> or we could probably get you, if you want to do some church announcements later, if you have any things upcoming. I got some things upcoming, but other than that, nah, not really. Mm-hmm. I always have trouble introducing myself. Like, How did you introduce yourself? Did How did you introduce yourself? I don't really know if I, don't I did remember. or didn't. 
Introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Go, jump in, jump out, or turn yourself around. Jump in, jump out, introduce yourself. My name is Monday. Yeah. I like to do things, but I don't really know how to do things on the spot. Um, <laughs> I used to love freestyling, and then every I stopped. Wasn't it every day and every night? Every, every day of my, my life. Every day of my life. Oh, shout out to Gullah Gullah Island. <laughs> that was such a wonderful show. Little island people. I miss you, with that weird frog. That was that that frog was unsettling at the end of the day. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a sick looking color too. It wasn't like a green frog. He was a polywog. He wasn't a frog. He was a polywog. First of all, as a child, you it's a frog. First, first of all, they call him Benny Benny Polywog. Second, second of all, you misheard. That could have been his name. (laughs) (laughs) He could have been his government. I don't know. (laughs) He was a different type of frog in the Gullah Gullah Islands. That's true. That's true. I also, when I was little, thought Gullah Gullah Island was a fictional place. I didn't know it was real. Mm. That's deep. So are you saying on Gullah Gullah Island they have giant yellow frogs? <laughs> In the fictional one, yeah. In the oh, one so it is fictional now. Because now you're telling me mixed stories. No, like, no, no. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a fictional place mm-hmm. when I was little watching the show. And then I, you know, come to realize like, oh, that's a real place. <laughs> Because, you know, schools don't teach you nothing. No, they really don't. America doesn't, doesn't really teach you about the uh, the schools, the, the, world. The, the world, the places that are in America. Right. <laughs> in or outside, in, around, about. You know, on the, the coast. <laughs> <laughs> on the coast, in the province of the Americas. That's so real. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what your introduction was, but she's one day, she's a poet. Yep. She's an activist. Yep. Um, she's yeah. a blogger. Okay, let me. Okay, I do. Okay, you're like giving me real intros. Poet with ta- Team Slam New Orleans or Team Snow. Mm-hmm. They're they're good people. <laughs> Been around for a minute. Um, about to go to the National Poetry Slam in like two or three weeks. Ooh, ooh, in Denver. Ooh. So you know, you gotta keep focused on the poetry. Um, yeah, but also the weather's beautiful out there right now. Right. In Colorado. Right. It's beautiful. The weather. That's yeah. what I'm going for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to blogging with New Orleanians and um, I guess just writing in general outside of poetry mm-hmm. and then there's something else that you said that I can't remember that I think I do who knows that's the problem when you do too much you just don't really remember most of it you're like I, I might have done that was there a picture of me doing it yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was me that was me is there evidence yeah that yeah oh, was definitely like, remember that one time you was on that I was in what was oh, I? Was I? Tell oh. me a little bit more. I also just realized this one has, like, why does this have the PC in this room, but the room that really doesn't get used has the Mac? <laughs> That's fucked up. That is fucked up. <laughs> you know what else fucked up? I forgot where I was the other day. But it was somewhere where it was, like, some official shit was going on. And they had Dells from, like, 1942. <laughs> and I swear to God, computers weren't even invented then. That's how old. I was like... Get out of here like, with that. Why you really have? Yeah. Yeah, I always get, like, very weary of things when, like, people imagine, like, some kind of thing happening. They they bust up with, like, a a really heavy, like, really bulky laptop. Mm-hmm. And it's like. You're not trying to get nothing done. What am I going to do with this? Nothing. What am I going to do That's with this? That's the point. What am I going to do? It's just a lie. Like, what, what, what's going to happen with this? <laughs> what am I doing? Why is. Oh, did this thing go off? See? Well, probably it's a crusty old dog. <laughs> <laughs> they could probably hear us. Who knows? Well. Oh, well. 
They can probably hear us because the sound is better now. <laughs> well, it's turned down. Oh well, maybe that's that's why. Yeah, we can't we can't hear ourselves. You know what I mean? You know, you know. One day I'm happy you here, girl. I'm you happy know? I'm here too. Have you listened to the show before? I have. I've been listening. Over, I've listened before, but not consistently. And then I listened over the course of this week, just at like random times. I'm bad at listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'm a space cadet. Like, and if I'm not, like, I'm bad at being in conversation with people. If I'm not looking at them, I try to just like <laughs> trail away. So, yeah, I was in and out of the different podcasts, but they were funny. They were cool. <laughs> I like the little musical interludes. Yes. Those were fun. We're going to play some music um in a second actually boom usually petty picks the music because usually he's at the computer and i'm over there <laughs> so he's more in charge of like the things going on over here or i'll do like sunny spotify which i guess is what we'll call this today we're called sunny spotify Woo-hoo. with one day if one day has some song requests but i don't know if you do that's up to you not really also space out when i listen to music when are you ever here am i Mm-hmm. I'm not even here right now, to be honest. How are you right now, one day? What? <laughs> Me? Don. <laughs> that's, that's blasphemous. Sorry, who's Don? That's not Don. I'm not oh, Don. Oh, I mean, I mean, um, mm, um, mm, the, mm. the artist lying about not being uh, Petty Manis. <laughs> the artist not known as Petty Manis. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Well, let's let's hit some musical interludes. You know what I mean? Play it.
Shake for your motherfucking hood if it's all good. Shake for your motherfucking hood if it's all good. Shake for your motherfucking hood if it's good. Fucking right, it's all right. Fucking right, it's all right, nigga. Shake for your motherfucking hood if it's all good. Shake for your motherfucking hood if it's all good. Shake for your motherfucking hood if it's good. Fucking right, it's all right. Fucking right, it's all right. Niggas faking the phone across the tracks and
Yay! So that's what we're calling you today. I suppose. For it's going up. undercover. 
It's up to you. It is up to you, girl. <laughs> we are joined by Frequency. Okay. So, um, Frequency and I had a very uh, interesting text exchange of like, what should we talk about today? Because there are a plethora of things we could possibly talk <laughs> about. We could talk about her work in the community, you know, which is important. <laughs> we could talk. <laughs> you like but yeah you, you know, know her organic community is important right. you know being women which is also equally as important right. if not maybe more important who knows right. depends on the day mm-hmm. um i work with the churn which is also working in community you know uh frequencies africanness um but that conversation was the conversation <laughs> we were supposed to have initially right like we're supposed to have people here what, what, what happened Tell me what happened. See, what happened was <laughs> we were supposed to do this thing, and then now it's going to happen on African time because it was Africans doing the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we were supposed to do an exchange program with New Orleanians. Um, we're like, I've traveled because, like, I'm not from the U.S., right? And mm-hmm. so at different times, I've just, like, had the opportunity to go back home. Um, and then as I've grown up, because... And where is home? Home is Kenya. Okay. Yes. East coast of Africa. Um, but yeah, you know, when you, well, I don't know, maybe I always say, you know, and then I'm like, eh, that's a terrible like precursor to a sentence when <laughs> you you're know. trying to tell people something new information. Yeah. Uh, don't know. Never but been. a general experience that I had in that folks um, who tend to share an identity in, in, that I've been in conversation with um, when you've like left home and had the opportunity to go back, it's just like this this constant exchange and negotiation of, of who you are and, and who you are in different places, how that mm-hmm. changes, how it stays the same, how it becomes informed. Um, and as I've grown, grown older and the, the trips back home have been able to be, like, facilitated by me and, you know, not just being like, oh, your family can afford to go home this time or there happens to be an opportunity, but just, like, if I earn my money or budget around, like, I can just go, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that just, like, has changed the way a lot. I think a lot about, like, going home, moving around, and as I've also gone older, just thinking a lot about how being from a different place and be- going back and forth has, has informed a lot of how I view the world and mm-hmm. how I've struggled a lot um, growing up primarily in this country with feeling like I have an outsider's viewpoint, even though I've grown up here. I'm just mm-hmm. like, why is it that folks are, like, not... You know, it feels like folks sometimes are seeing from a different lens. And I'm just like, oh, it's also because folks have, you know, as usual, like folks have not seen what anyone else has seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it literally becomes like geographically, there's there's a difference in, in place and space in a way that, you know, there's a difference from like New Orleans and the south to the east coast, New York. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, but completely different when you leave a country, when you leave a hemisphere, when you leave a, a part of the globe. Um, so I, I started to think a lot about that just in a personal level and thinking about as, as an activist, as an organizer, how that translates into the organizing work and the, the lens that, that we use it there. And also as an artist, um, as somebody who has a platform and tries to, to mix that, that political activism into art, mm-hmm. um, how much place has informed that. So I was like, well, I can't be the only one traveling. <laughs> <laughs> and also there was a lot of folk in New Orleans specifically who kept reaching out to me and most of them were artists being like, I also want the opportunity to, to travel and go to, to different countries, but not really having a, an opportunity to go there and feel like they were going in a meaningful way that wasn't mm-hmm. just like a vacation or some touristy sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, all right, I have at least knowledgeable experiences in, in two places. Um, I've lived in New Orleans for the last eight years, which is like the longest I've actually ever lived anywhere. And then 
and Kenya somewhere that I've grown up and went back and forth to throughout my entire life. So I was like, all right, let me see if I can reach out to folks who I also feel like are artists who were interested in doing similar work, were interested in traveling in the two places and see if we could set up some sort of exchange. So we did that. Um, and there's two artists in Nairobi, a, a woman named Shiro G. She was a photographer and a filmmaker and a guy named Bang Slave who was a street graffiti artist. Mm -hmm. And then they were matched with Sea Freedom and Be Mike here in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. And they were set to come here. And then they just had some flight issues because, you know, life don't really ever want to work out. <laughs> how long you spend planning for it. But in the end of the day, like, it, it also has given me, like, two weeks of openness that I wasn't expecting so I'm also just like chilling <laughs> you know I'm like too too mad at all the sleep that I'm getting in yeah My so it's tomorrow so I'm just like let me just oh yeah I forgot Unikill I have uh, a date y'all at airport I think I feel like yeah. you told me that or she told me that she probably told you yeah because she was talking about her birthday because she's that's all she's talked about the last week <laughs> <laughs> um Akilah is my minty Happy birthday, girl. Happy birthday, Kayla. I know she has to listen to my show. Shout out. I'm going to make her listen to this Shout episode. Shout out to Kayla. Happy she's birthday. She's been talking about vlogging. You're and I was like, yo, you should talk girl. to talk to Sunny. Sunny out here doing it in these streets. Yeah. I mean, in these booths. In these rooms. In these rooms. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, um, frequencies, exchange friends were supposed to come and talk to us about being african versus and we're supposed to have the conversation about being african being african-american of being you know in the general from the african diaspora right. diaspora diaspora because it's it's a conversation that like yeah one is not had yeah two when it's brought up is brought up in the most like simplistic borderline offensive ways that yeah. just like spark this discussion which is so clear that like it needs to happen and folks are like willing to talk about mm -hmm. it and waiting for someone to bring yeah. it together and then the people like i was talking to someone earlier today about like the the boldest people are the ones who usually are the worst like equipped the, to do things like y'all showed that movie and we were all like what are these people talking about <laughs> but it's like that's the only film. And I was like I would like not ask those questions that they or like feel that way that they felt like right. I would not or even or even if they did because they're like but like even but like on both sides everybody was just being wild right <laughs> folks were being very and but there's a there's ways to handle that you know what I mean yeah. to like really carry a conversation forward yeah. and, and the issue is a lot of people who bring it up like are not really interested in a conversation they're just like I want to shove my opinion or my feelings or my experiences yeah. down your throat and part of it is like yeah part of it is, is there's a lot of pain that people are carrying around and so mm -hmm. they're like oh platform when I was seven and somebody <laughs> called me this and, <laughs> and I'm just like yeah, yeah no, we all just end up sound like a white person yeah I'm just saying y'all that, that shit is real <laughs> but also there's so much more there's so much more to our experiences than like than that and part of the issue though too is like a, a lack of acknowledgement that, that that stuff did happen you know what I mean that mm -hmm. should happen but like you can't move forward unless you're able to look back and be like, all right, whatever, yeah. fam. And we were all in that place. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. not like people love to be like, yo, when I was growing up, Africans was like this. When I was growing up, black Americans was like this. And I'm like, sounds like when everyone was growing up, everybody was fucked up to me. Like Children are horrible. You nice. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and it sounds like people go, like they did what children do, which is go for the most immediate, like, insecurities. Yeah. And blackness, like, back then for everybody regardless of how you were intersecting with it was not something that is like being taught to be valued yeah. in a way that it is now you know with your like 
black girl magic, black boy joy. Like, yeah, what do we not, have? None of that. We have all that. We, we have all this happy blackness. No, <laughs> it was just out here being like out here, not happy black, tearing um, each other down. But, but yeah, we wanted to have that conversation. But you and I could have had that conversation. But I wanted to have that conversation with Petty present because he's a real person. Um, oh, so that's. <laughs> that is why we are not having that conversation hmm. today. But yeah, anytime y'all are trying to have a conversation, there's yeah. also you know there's gatherings that Norlinians does. Um, yeah, I mean on, 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 the, on the air. Oh yes, on the air, girl. Yes, 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 on the yes. Air as well. So I guess we just ha- we'll have to have you and Denisio. Well, Denisio will have to come back because it'll be her second time. Come through. Um, and you guys come and talk to us about it. Because, I, you know, I was like, I could have this conversation, but I know Petty has his own questions, and I would rather have that with him in the room. Um, yeah. If he is ever actually, in fact, <laughs> in a room at the same time. I'm you. pretty sure you heard two voices on those podcasts you were listening to. Podcasts. You could just have layered your amazing, voice. Right? And yeah, you know, got the accent right, and then you just like, splice <laughs> the audio Sound track. like a man. I mean, <laughs> duh. Why not? I mean, I've seen episodes of Catfish, you know. There you go. That's, oh my God, Catfish! Is, <laughs> Catfish blows my mind. Like I used to hear what it was, and I was like, that doesn't make sense. Nobody would actually fall for that shit. And then I watched like five episodes clearly in a row because you can't just watch one. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta like, you gotta binge it. Wait a minute. Because you're like, what? 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 And then what? you're like, this can't get worse. So, you know, the next episode's gonna suck, and then I'll just go do something else. Four Drawn hours in. later. <laughs> hours later. Uh. Yeah. Okay. So what Monday and I are gonna do today? We're gonna keep it light and fluffy. Yeah. We're gonna do some headlines. You know. You know. Chiller like to do headlines sometimes, because sometimes you just gotta just talk about what's going on in the world. Right. So, in order of um, of things that are not as important, (laughs) um, we're gonna talk about smaller things that we can like you know give a brief, not too much play to, and then bigger things so the first thing we're gonna just discuss real quick um if anyone has not heard uh usher giving people herpes out here in these streets um uh, <laughs> and paying them to be quiet but apparently it got leaked dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. that's crazy like what sir did you not know you had herpes my, no my he nigga? knew he had herpes that's why it's so fucking wild because it's like wild. One, be getting tested so you know this shit, because that right. shit could just be popping up at any time. Right. Motherfuckers should be getting regular tests, especially if you can afford it, like, I don't know, a celebrity like Usher. Like, I'm pretty sure Usher can, like, afford good health care. Right. He got a good doctor. You know what I'm saying? Two, once you find out, just let a nigga know. Let a motherfucker know. Because, look, some people I'm- might just... People will make all kinds of decisions, and it's up to them. As long as they're informed decisions, yeah, that's cool. But yeah. if you out here, one, it's it's illegal. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna start on some like baselines. <laughs> Basic. It is it's, very illegal. illegal. You can go to jail for that. Urge. You can go to jail if you didn't have so much money. Um, yeah. Two. What the fuck? It's morally wrong. That's morally wrong. <laughs> this is some repugnant. shit like herpes, which is like, that's some lifelong. That's not yeah. just like, oh, let me throw some money at you because I'm usher. Not and I have a whole bunch of herpes, money. but repugnant to like not tell somebody you have herpes. Right. And then to give them some lifelong that they like. Yeah. They we're not set up for. Yeah. And it's like, OK, usher, I understand like you didn't want to be shamed because you had herpes. But my nigga, you're usher. You're, you would get plenty right. of edge if you still t- if you told people you had also, herpes. 
you you are in a position to like talk about stigma and shame and be like, yo, I can be an advocate to this yeah. shit and be like, hey, guess what? I'm a celebrity. You I'm sexually active and I have herpes. Awesome. Instead of being like, because now you look now, now it's gonna fuck you up. And you out here trying to be like, ah, oh, I want to change the world with my art and all this. But you, yeah, but- and it's like you you can have more than one cause. You can uplift the black people like you was doing today right. with our homie B Mike. Shout right. out to him, who also was like, I can, how come I'm the next show? I was like, um, um, B Mike, if you're listening, I've asked you. You're no. just a busy motherfucker. Well, yeah. <laughs> Anybody with two phones, right? doing too much. Anybody, you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. Who's paying his phone bills, B Mike? Thank God this is not the era where you <laughs> had to like wait till nine o'clock, you know, like counting minutes. And, oh my God. Yeah, we talked about that last time on the show, like three nights and weekends. Mm-hmm. Using all Those my daytime minutes Those on you. Days, right? that, was, that was when it was like you had reasons to not pick up calls. You can be like, oh, always have a reason. <laughs> I didn't ignore you. I my minutes, girl. You know, you're I not out of the nights and weekends. Mm-hmm. You know, I told you don't text me. It's 25 cents a text. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's when we. That's when my dad got us unlimited plans because I would use my phone too much. He got tired of paying. Tired of paying if, top, got tired of paying for it. Um, but yeah, it's like, yeah, Usher, you could have like rallied around, talked about stigma. Like people have been much more accepting of you having a sexually transmitted disease mm-hmm. because, you know, it's very stigmatized and people aren't accepting of those things. Right. If you would just came out and say, and not paying some woman millions of dollars and not yeah. giving her herpes knowingly. Right. Even though he said like he got checked, there was like pus coming out of his penis. There was a lot going on. First, that of, story first of all, green. <laughs> green. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what anybody says. If I ever saw green anything coming out of any hole in anybody's body, <laughs> there would just have to be follow-up questions and appointments. I'm just. Yeah. Yeah. Just, but he said he got followed up. So, like, my guess is he actually didn't go to the doctor. Or maybe, I mean, sometimes you're not, like, what is it, like. Um, no, no. Here, Don. You're we late, were, like we were when, you at, said when you have like herpes and it's like latent or like yeah yeah when, it, when you don't have an outbreak yes. yeah because you're that's the thing that's like if folks are informed about this shit it's not like if you have herpes you can never be sexually active again mm-hmm. and you'll spread it every time you do it it's like it's only when you're in an outbreak that you are not supposed to be sexually active because that's when it's able to spread you know just but wait just wait calm you your know? ass down yeah, calm your ass down but also we were at the team snow practice the other day and I love team snow. Because we'd be writing, da, 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 and then we'd be taking 10 minute just bullshit intermissions. And somehow we spiraled into the, the Usher chain and started reading articles and stuff. And this motherfucker, he knew he had herpes. Mm-hmm. This wasn't like, oh, we saw this discharge and we needed to go to the doctor and check it out. This motherfucker knew beforehand. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand. Like, dude. Like, just let somebody know. I'm pretty sure she's still like, and then it's like, and then you have the nerve to be like, I don't want to use condoms. My nigga, my dude, put a damn condom. You know how rich you are. Condoms are chump change to you, sir. You're also that'd be free condoms. A millionaire. I can't. Yeah, you can get condoms for free. You can get condoms for the free on the on the free free. I mean, even if you don't wear a condom, she can wear a female condom. Right. There's options. Right. My nigga. There's levels and layers to this shit that you just went around, (laughs) dipped under. Layers on. And you didn't. And here we are now talking, here we are shit talking about, about you. you. And somebody was like, we should have known because all of Usher's songs talk about him having a, a STD. So I was like, let it let burn. Let it burn. <laughs> <laughs> People it are so petty. People are, the internet is a rude place. And so swift. So swiftly rude. That's oh, what really wait. hurts. Because I saw some like, you know, like that scene from, 
Damn. One some Usher song, some scene from a video, he's like sliding through the club. Yeah. Somebody was like Usher going some through the Some scene through Usher. 47 of Usher's videos. Videos, all uh-huh. his videos. Somebody was like Usher going to the, uh, Usher going to the clinic. I was like, people are so wrong. Uh, you know, you know, speaking of niggas doing people dirty, <laughs> um, one Robert Kelly has made the news again. Oh, Why? 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 Because people are trash. <laughs> Is this That's nigga why. even like succeeding in life? Because people are trash. Because people are still <laughs> supporting him. It's not like he just out here succeeding in this vacuum. Yeah, like, it's like right here, motherfuckers on tour and people showing up to the tour. Mm. Oh, like you oh, can't Lord. even like people's defense is like well he makes good music it's like does he because that last CD was horrible mm. he yeah, had a song that called it. Oreo and he was like it was on was it on the radio or like I heard it somewhere like somebody played it like it was on like a playlist and I was like please turn that off it was like I want to lick you like an Oreo I was like R. Kelly has ruined Oreos for me oh no I've never really listened to R. Kelly's music I know. I listen like to what comes on the radio. Seven, yeah. I was about to be like, I've listened to things on the radio. I know the like seven songs that got played like over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. But in general, we all know. I believe like, I can fly because it's Space Jam. Yeah, but I was never like, oh, his music is so that I need to hold on to it's him at whatever it costs, especially at his cult cult. What the? Yeah, apparently R. Kelly has a cult. Yo, there's a lot of good music on SoundCloud. <laughs> I can introduce you to. <laughs> just saying if you really start for music i got you fam just hit me up yeah but like it's not like r kelly has never not been a creep right i mean he dated Aaliyah. she was a child he also like people from chicago have been like hey it's been known around these parts that even before he got famous he used to creep around high schools picking up girls and yeah shit. And I'm just like, i did hear that oh so this is just an ongoing thing we just continuously let these <laughs> motherfuckers just slide by slide oh, by cool but like i so but more of the focus to be put on the black women in a situation and not so much R. Kelly, even though he's trash. Right. Um, and we know he's trash. 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 Hot Folded trash. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see some articles or some a string of thread of tweets um, saying that, like, this is just another example of people just ignoring black women and, like, not giving feeling that black women are important enough to listen to. Oh, of course not. Which is, like... This is like a today. Like you were asking why are we still talking about R. Kelly, and then you just answered your own question because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, nobody gives a shit about black women. Yeah, like no one cares, which is very unfortunate because it's like one of the moms was like, you know, I heard of the things that was going on, mm-hmm. but I didn't think mm-hmm. it was true. But like now, I know it's true, and it's like there was like evidence and videos, right? So I don't really know where you're going from, but it's just like it's just like a very interesting thing because. There's a lot, like, I don't know the actual statistic of black women being, um, suffering from sexual assault or sexual abuse. So six, Thank there's you. a, there was a study I done like by black women. <laughs> oh, another, you work with women. You work with, do. you work with young women. You would have to know like different things that affect them all the time. Uh, I work at an organization called women with the vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and women with the vision is a reproductive justice agency here in new Orleans. And it's also, it's a group that's been around for 25 years. So it was started by black women here in new Orleans, um, around this issue of being ignored, right? Not being seen even mm-hmm. though you were being adversely affected and disproportionately 
disproportionately affected by the issue. So in the, the late 80s, um, when HIV AIDS was like really mm-hmm. coming more and more into public consciousness and there was a lot of stigma and fear around it, uh, it was starting to really impact black women in mm-hmm. different communities and here in New Orleans. And the women who started the organization were social workers, worked in different government places. So they would come into contact with these women and, and you know, treat them like human beings so yeah. they would like hear their stories and be like oh okay like clearly there needs to be something specifically yeah. for y'all but they also were working in the the agencies that were like coming up with like this is who we need to target and da, 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 mm-hmm. and they were never seeing themselves there so they were just like i guess we're gonna do what black women do and started to do it for themselves so they just started doing wow. yeah grassroots outreach doing needle exchanges mm-hmm. um handing out condoms doing a lot of just like basic harm reduction tactics to be like y'all like if this is something that is impacting our community and if there are certain things that are going on that are just like aggravating numbers how do we just like interrupt that process with immediate safety you know what mm-hmm. i mean by like recognizing that you're human beings that you're going to continue being sexually active that if mm-hmm. you are you uh, might as well a, be safe doing it you know that if you're a drug user and you're going to you know if you're ad- addicted to drugs that you're not just going to stop because like that's not how drug addiction works mm-hmm. um then the safer way to to really ha- handle the spread of this disease is to to stigmatize drug users for it it's to really work with clean needle exchange programs and um think about how to get them into different rehabilitation programs you mm-hmm. know so they were doing that work and so from that work i do know random statistics that was a terrible intro for this statistic though because this is morbid <laughs> But there's a study, and I believe it was 2012, and there's, there may be an updated one, and I'm not sure of the, the date of that one, but it's six out of ten black girls have been sexually assaulted mm-hmm. by black men specifically, mm-hmm. right? So that, that's, that didn't even, that's not inclusive of men of any um, race, and that's not inclusive of sexual assaults that happen between women or between folks who are gender nonconforming. That is specifically targeted on black girls and women who have experienced sexual assault at the hands of black men. Mm-hmm. And we talk about, like, you know, that, that story you're talking about, that mom being like, oh, I'd heard these stories, but I just didn't believe it was real. And it's like, this is how those things continuously perpetuate to happen mm-hmm. from, like, those small instances of it's that that become you know offhand stories of oh everybody's got that uncle yeah what the fuck that's that shouldn't be a thing why like, are we talking no, about the fact that like, everybody got a fucking uncle it's <laughs> like, more like everybody got that uncle ha 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 right like it's like a joke right like why the fuck are we that, it that is, is like not why funny. is that uncle okay or like people say that everybody got that uncle or aunt like ah it's right. a joke but mostly it's like everybody got that uncle right and then um, but the the but we're not talking about how everybody still lets that uncle into all of these spaces and has unchecked behaviors right mm-hmm. we're not talking about like if that uncle or like oh you know how something. uncle so-and-so is right oh like, you know not to go about uncle so-and-so which also means you know no. about that motherfucker so why aren't you doing something you know yeah. what i mean and so it, it becomes sad especially when it's parents because you know as young like you know you're a mentor. Um, mm-hmm. I work with young people. Like young people are impressionable, especially when when it's people that they look up to, um, and especially when it's people that are positioned to be taking care of them or supposed to be looking out for them. So if your mother, if your guardian, if your parent, if somebody you trust tells you to, tr- that's trust transferred. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If they tell you, oh, this is cool, I'm going to take you around this. There, there's an element of trust. Mm-hmm. There's an implication that's going on yeah. there. Um, so when there's knowledge, when you when you have that information, you still choose to move forward in a way that exposes yeah. folks to harm. It it 
it becomes clear where your priorities and your values are and it yeah. becomes so clear so often that black girls and black women are not a value and are not a priority yeah like a big is, thing i notice in like things like that like oh you know that uncle or you know um young women i mean specifically more cater to the r kelly thing it's like you know young women and older men mm-hmm. it's all the fault is always on the woman right the fault is always on the young woman like oh you shouldn't have been wearing you shouldn't wear short skirts around older men or you shouldn't right. wear short shorts or right. you know uh you acting too fast if you know you're too nice an older man or if an older man's right. nice to you like maybe you're just being fast or it's maybe like victim blaming 101 yeah you know? and it's like you know or you know that uncle and it's like you have to give that uncle a hug and you don't give right. that uncle a hug and it's a bad thing or we don't talk about consent especially mm-hmm. around children and then we wonder how boundaries are crossed so easily and it's yeah. like y'all from like from the age of like when they're literally kids and people are just like always having their hands over them and you hear parents you know at different times being like it's so frustrating to me how people are always having their hands on my kid mm-hmm. you know what I mean but but that that tells you that it's that's a lifelong process that we mm-hmm. do not talk about consent in people's bodies from when they're children to when they become adults and somewhere in that process of yeah. becoming a child to an adult yeah. like because uh, my nephew was quick to be like no mm-hmm. like he does not want you to if he does I mean he's too but mm-hmm. if he if i'm like hey sal give me a hug and he'd be like no right. like i mean i force but even you cause... saying like hey give me a hug many people will just like scoop up you know what yeah I, mean? like, I mean after that i'm like give me a hug and i chase him then he laughs right. and he runs around because right. he wants me to chase him and it's right. like i don't want to do and he that he actually likes you and he like, knows you he versus knows like, like just stri- give me a hug yo i had the, my, <laughs> i had this i still have this niece but she his age but she was so adorable as a child she was this little chocolate kenyan baby with these <laughs> little chubby cheeks and just oh it was so cute and we loved you know we would always play with their cheek and she loved it so so joyous but we would walk around they used to live in dc and we used to visit them and we would walk around the street and there would be people white folk in particular but we just be love talking touching black babies love touching black people in general but especially <laughs> babies who would from the point of like touching to also being like can I take a photo of your child to also just taking photos of the kid? And I'm just like, yo, what the, what level of access do you think that you just have to people's bodies? Yeah. Especially I feel like people think they have a lot of access to black people's bodies just in general, especially like black women's bodies. And because you know, people always want to touch our hair or touch body parts. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But anyway, back to the general consent of like a child, it's like people, when you have a child and you force them to give that uncle a hug or like they sit on that uncle's lap and then something happens and then people be like, well, you know not to sit on his lap. You know, you, you know, right. this person is like this and blah, 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 right. blah, blah. And you know, such and such happened. And it's like, they keep putting the blame on the child. Yeah. And then, so when something like, which I think more strenuous the- could happen, right. then like the child feels like, okay, well, my mom, like, you know, my mom told me not to, not to do it and something happened anyway so it's right. my fault and so it's like keep putting the blame on that person like right these... and i think part of it is because it, it exposes the fact that we don't really know or have strategies to deal with this shit mm-hmm. you know it's like we we think about we're like especially even even those of us who who do abolitionist work who do activist work and like you know oh, fuck the police like don't call the police all right but harm is still happening, mm-hmm. right? So what happens if there's an instance of, of vis- physical violence, yeah. any kind of violence? Yeah. Like, what are what are the recourses? What are if we're we're spending so much time breaking these things down? That's worthy, mm-hmm. but like we have to also be building alternative things in place because this is going to be a gradual process. Like, yeah, because I've had like people tell me of their like um, stories of sexual assault when they were younger, and 
um, them telling their parents and their parents were like, I don't want to talk about things like that. Right. Or like, we don't talk about things like that. Right. Or like, you know, that didn't happen. Or like, you know, you're right. a liar. Blah, 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 blah. And which it's, normalizes that shit, which mm-hmm. is, again, just makes it even more and more ingrained. Like yeah. you're saying, it builds, it builds on that yeah, person. Because oh it's like, God. that person obviously got that from a family member that was older than them. And so they bring that down to their children. Their children bring it down to them. If their children don't, if their children like, do not get the proper help that they need or like to get the proper like healing work that needs to be done right. to know that this, you know, this is not something we could keep mm-hmm. passing down to children. And even if the folks who are doing it mm-hmm. right are also not getting the proper help that they need, they are also continuously passing this down to their own children. Mm-hmm. Cause to be clear, these aren't just like your movie stereotype, like loner people creeping in the park, mm-hmm. waiting to rape. Come these me. are motherfuckers who are in our families. The statistic I do know like, is that, women are more likely to be sexually assaulted by somebody that they know. Right. And somebody most sometimes in their family. Right. People who they are in relationship with, with whether because, it's a familial, yeah. romantic, like people you, you, you know, know, these aren't strangers, these aren't randos, these are people who are in your networks who are mm-hmm. connected, who know other people yeah. who impact But those definitely people. go a lot less unreported than already. Oh, look, Akila texted me. Right. What you want? She texted, she, she ain't text me back. I text her. Oh, she She's, did just text me back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like mostly she said she'll ask her dad and she sent me a message with confetti. With the balloons. I got the balloons. I got confetti. Wait, hold Look on. Do the replay. Oh, that's cute. Look at that. Pa, 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 Oh, my goodness. Um, oh. Why are you awake, Akila? Um, yeah, but it's, it's mostly like with people that they know and it's just, it's just so sad and so horrible. It's like, um, you want to hear something? And it's easier people to be manipulated like these women, even though some of these women are older. Some of these women right. are like 30. Right. In R. Kelly's case. Right. Okay, go. One, most of the women in the R. Kelly case, even though they're 30 now, they've been there for a long time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's creeping. There's, there's something about, again, going after young people and that impressionism. That's nothing to do with what I wanted to say. So moving on to number two. Years ago, when all this R. Kelly shit came out, and again, people like... It comes out multiple times. And, yeah, this shit, this it's not never stops. Thing, y'all. This shit, like, and we always go through these, oh, is, is it the music, the artist, blah, blah, blah. And then like this thing happens where people just like. But R. Kelly's not doing just, enough like, for me. Like he's not doing never, enough like. Never was. Grassroot groundwork. Never like, was. Like his music is not, not that life changing. Never was. Like this isn't Prince we're talking never about. Never was. This isn't Michael Jackson. Never well, was. Never mind. That's a whole different thing. Even Michael Jackson was a convert. People are unwilling to that's, engage that's in messy never conversations never and reach <laughs> conclusions, right? Or even talk yeah. about like why is that a whole different thing yeah. and this was something we that like on a tangent, I just don't want we to. could <laughs> I know, and, we, and we really don't have to but i think but i think and not saying that like you're you're doing this right now but people are, un, are afraid or unwilling to get into those messy details of, mm-hmm. you know or even like look at different situations relate to them because it makes you think about shit what are my principles what are my standards what am mm-hmm. i willing to actually accept not accept what levels am i willing to accept it as if it's a celebrity someone i mm-hmm. don't know someone in my own life my uncle my family my you know what i mean yeah and so like I posted on Facebook when is this um, your number two yes this was this okay. was actually my number three my number two was that the first time the R. Kelly thing came out there was this investigative article that went down like really in depth like looking into his history his past mm-hmm. um and the last line of this like hella long piece w- like stuck with me I remember this a couple of years ago and it was like the conclusion of the study is that nobody there's nobody who has cared less about in this country than black girls Mm-hmm. And it was like some white dude who came wrote this too, and I was just like, "Oh shit!" Like, mm-hmm. and the way he really just went into like how 
like not just R. Kelly, but his fans, the families, different folks intersected mm-hmm. with like the, the knowledge that they carried about him and still allowed these girls mm-hmm. to be in the place and then still turn the blame onto them as if like these are not girls, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, I was I had one of the Young Women with the Vision folks reading this this article, this report that came out recently called uh, Girlhood Interrupted that talks about like the adultification of black girls, you know, mm-hmm. um, where like you see a black girl and they are just assumed to be more knowledgeable about sexual activity. Mm-hmm. They're assumed to be tougher. They're Fast. assumed to be, oh my God. And, and, but the, the implications tales. of those things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That, that shit just blows me. And then the number three, that was so random, but but came up in the context of the conversation was this idea of like having to, to set principles and standards for, mm-hmm. for living and people being really, yeah, it's starting to buzz again. People being scared to do that. Um, I posted this thing on my Facebook when this, I just kept seeing people share this stuff about uh, Art Kelly, and I was like, what is going on now about Art yeah, Kelly? Yeah, I didn't know. I was like, what's well, actually, I did know. I saw the BuzzFeed article, like, right when they let it out. And mm. I was like, you know what? BuzzFeed be doing some investigative-ass reporting. They did a reporting about that police officer, about that um, that girl that was a sex worker, and, like, mm. these police officers were, like, all these police officers were having sex with her, and, like, I don't know. They did. It was like it was an article like that. It was like crazy. I think they did that one. No they did shit. like an article about like LGBTQ people. And they also did this Africa. trash article about the Black Lives Matter movement the other day. That was like I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god. But you just gotta realize some of the people that work for BuzzFeed are like actual reporters, and some right. people like are community submitters. So you know, right. there's right. like the fine line. Like, oh no, this was, one was an actual. He was like, this is my first investigative report, and Aww. then I saw the funniest like Poor thing. meme on Twitter that somebody had made. They had gone through and read the entire thing and taken out all of his sources and like credit them on the page and they were all like this person said a woman they this person a friend and it was it was just like oh god this is yeah oh god give him a for effort i'll give him a c for effort <laughs> i'll give him a c for cookie you can get it. you can get cookie sometimes <laughs> not really though <laughs> Uh, I forgot where we were. I did too. Oh, oh I posted this thing on Facebook just because I kept seeing people share this, right? And there's there's like ongoing debate, as you might know, in the black community around this other person in sexual assault named uh, William Cosby. And so I, I saw a lot of folks who had engaged in that similar debate just mm-hmm. over the past year, but were like really adamantly like, no, like Bill Cosby is was found innocent in court. That means he's innocent. Like, da da doesn't matter what those folks said. Da, who now are sharing this R. Kelly piece and being mm-hmm. like, doesn't matter. He was found innocent. Like, this is terrible. This and I was just sitting here like, what is y'all standards for determination? <laughs> like, where where do you draw your lines? Mm-hmm. I'm not like I'm I'm just confused a lot in a lot of times, you know, because they're able to articulate and understand how R. Kelly. Because like you're saying, right? These are grown women that he's Mm -hmm. talking about like legally or how old they are now they're grown women Mm -hmm. so it's like okay he's not like coercing them quote unquote in the way that you would to a child to get that type of sympathy but people are really these women are rightfully so garnering a lot of sympathy because people are understanding how a man with power and influence and money even a man without power influence can do people still be in in manipulative relationships and abusive relationships mentally physically emotionally abusive relationships like this happens all the time and some people are like how come they can't get out? They should right. know better. And it's like people, like somebody works. you may know is like going that's through this. Literally you may be going not through this. That's not how that works. That's a part of the cycle of abuse. Um, yeah. But again, being so willing to to believe these women, even the ones who are still in it, who are right now being like, oh, I'm not being abused. You mm-hmm. know, like I want to do this. Women. 
But at the same time, being like, man, Bill Cosby could never have done it because if he had done it, like, these women would have come forward soon. And I'm just like, but you just shared that piece about these women who've been living with a sexual predator for six years. Like, there's, is there not a dissonance? You know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. don't know. So that that's just been something that's that's been on my mind be, as this R. Kelly things come out. It's like, rightfully so, people are so quick to condemn someone like him and be like, nah, we're done, we're good. Doesn't matter what the court says. It doesn't matter that R. Kelly was found innocent. Like, what does innocence really mean when, like, mm-hmm. you have the word of all of these people, you have, like, different testimonies, like, even his word himself, like you're saying, people are like, oh, his music is creepy. If you really listen to that, like, he ruined creep, Oreos creep. for you, you know, that's that's an injustice in and of itself. Yeah, he should go to jail for that. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I I only listened to that song one time. <laughs> like, it was, I think it came on, did it come on the radio? I don't know, it came on, I was like... I can't imagine what that song is. And I was like, ex- excuse me? I was like, oh, no. That whole last album, because like, I feel like somebody was going through it on like maybe something I was listening to (laughs) and like just like talking about it and like how gross the songs were. And I was like, oh, R. Kelly, you were just gross. Yeah. Um, But yeah, just like the sum of the summarize that part of the conversation is just we need to give more credit to black women to more. I mean, even not even just victims of of um, especially sexual abuse. Yeah. because it's like, you know, sometimes physical abuse you can see, so you like you feel more inclined, I'm using quotation marks, right. to believe them. Quotation because marks. even with physical abuse, you, you see people literally engaging in, in intimate partner violence and people being like, that's none of our business. Like, yeah. It's something about abuse or violence in general and the silence, the stigma. We were talking about stigma earlier about like STDs. Like there's also so much stigma around like violence when it's between people who are in intimate relationships because it should be like quote unquote their thing like oh that's yeah that's family business that's that needs to stay behind closed doors and it's even like parent parent child relationships that are like abusive like like maybe you know that child deserves to be you know disciplined like that Right. Blah, blah, blah. And we were talking about this earlier with the conversation between African folks and African-Americans or even anybody that's in the diaspora. Like, people are just afraid to to get into the messiness of things. Mm -hmm. Like, when you're even talking about, like, abuse, like, people, a lot of people want to turn a blind eye to it because, like... That there's a lot of shit that you have to unpack in yeah. abusive situations. A lot of things, like, abuse doesn't just appear out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. Even people who are abusers, like, aren't born abusers. If that's something that is cultivated, that's something that's yeah. created, that's something that is learned. So it's I mean, like... because even Crazy Chris Brown wasn't a born abuser. No. His mom was abused in front of him, and right. then... He himself, he was, himself abused. was abused. He was sexually abused. And again, the way we talk about it, it's mm-hmm. like, even the way he himself talks about it, he's like, yeah, you know, I lost my virginity when I was 12. That's sexual assault. Mm-hmm. It's, and no he was also physically abused by his like, stepdad too. His, right. Him and his mom, right? Which is just like insane. Doesn't give him the right to hit Rihanna, no, or Karuchi. But also, it t- speaks a lot to the chain and the cycle of abuse. Uh-huh. People who are abused also, again, because it's a it's a learned behavior, and there's a lot of not believing. There's a lot of not you know not going through that process of healing. It becomes something that's normalized. Yes. Both the reception of it and the giving of it, and it's all types of fucked up. So that now you got people like. Black China and Rob Kardashian and people being like, "Yay, Black China!" And I'm just like, "Y'all, that is a mutually fucked up relationship." I don't even. I don't even really know shit. what happened. All I know is there's some picture of some dude in the robe was floating around on Twitter, and I was like, "Who is this dude? And why does he look like a 17 year old?" And what? so I was like, "I didn't see no pictures." Oh my god, some dude in the robe and like Rob's robe, and I was like, "What is going on? Who is this nigga?" And Can I just make like, a confession to you. What? 
I feel so inadequate sometimes because I can't follow black Twitter. <laughs> I'm always like a day late in a brain short. It goes and I fast. Don't, it's just, and I'm never there on time. Just <sighs> if you ever want to catch up, just go when the award show is on yeah. and you will be able to like be okay because you will feel like you're in the loop. Yeah. Because even on award shows, them gifts be coming. Them gifts and memes fast. And they're so fast. I'm just like, what the? I, it's like, what are you people doing? <laughs> And then after I'm like, oh, this is so clever. I just thought of a response to it. And then I, it's like 4,000 different memes have been made about it. There's a music yeah. video. It's been remixed and auto-tuned. Right. Like, it's like the internet is a fast place. And it's right. like, I feel like there's somebody like somebody sitting in the room and just like they just have like the, the they're live streaming. They somehow have plugged their streaming device into be. the stadium or it's wherever the thing is happening. And they're getting the live feed at the same time because how do people stay on top of this and i understand like people set alerts and shit too but like there's no way there's just no way you can keep track of this do you not do anything else yeah nothing i work i sleep (laughs) i eat i'm not that i read sometimes you know not that quick on a computer Uh -uh. patty also said like if we could channel all of that together channel all that extra internet usage together we could do so much good so many good things you don't have to speak in the third person Shut up. <laughs> oh, you're stupid. Oh, anyway. you're the one using the royal we. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, just in general of the Arcade situation, um, to sum it up, he's trash. He's always been trash. And, and y'all been knowing it. Mm-hmm. Stop acting brand new. Just start listening to your children. Mm-hmm. Um, that goes for little little boys, too. I'm just saying. Listen to the boys, little girls, grown boys, grown girls, Mm -hmm. children who don't identify along gender binary. Yep. Adults. All the peoples. All across the spectrum. You should just listen to survivors of abuse in general and stop citing those cases that get air. (laughs) Don't you remember three years ago in 14 days that guy was let off because somebody accused him of rape and it was wrong? Yeah. You know, you know how often that happens? Not very often. Nah. Um, <laughs> okay. So, to get on to more things in order of importance. Not really importance, but in order of... Non-importance. Yeah, in order of... That's why of, we started with R. Kelly. We started with Usher. Ooh, you're right. That, that you rolling with Usher. Oh, also, God. the Boondocks has made an episode about R. Kelly. You know, let's just throw that out there. <laughs> the Boondocks made an episode... And Boondocks, about Usher. Yeah, but his wasn't, like, about... It was about Usher. It was, it was about Usher, but it wasn't about... Uh, he, was, he was Usher in the thing. Yeah. It wasn't mm-hmm. about his herpes. That's because we didn't know. We didn't know. It was a very funny episode. It was. Tom's hilarious. Tom, you know what? I miss you, the boondocks. Somebody stole... I heard season four was terrible. I never wa- I watched like the first episode that I didn't finish. It. Somebody stole my boondocks season... season. I had season two on DVD. Somebody stole oh. my boondocks season two. You have real enemies in your life. I know. Damn dorms. <sighs> anyway, okay, so frequency aka Monday um does not know about uh oh this topic I'm about to share with her. I secretly it's not just black Twitter, I'm late to everything. Um so Uh-oh. the game of the showrunners for Game of Thrones mm-hmm. announced let me read. Let me just read this to you. I don't just, even know what a showrunner is, and I'm already shocked. <laughs> this, is, this is appalling. Why would you do it's this like, to me? 
it's like the it says showrunners it's like the showrunners and like the the people who created it are sometimes people who create things are sometimes showrunners mm-hmm. um oh because, people who run the show yeah because mm-hmm. they run like you know how it's supposed to happen and you know what's going on and like keep the stories consistent um but sometimes it's people that created it sometimes it's a person that's just hired like mm-hmm. there's a showrunner from insecure but it's not Issa Rae mm-hmm. um <clears throat> I will read this headline to you oh. on the Washington Post.com oh posted two days ago. In this year of our Lord. In this year of our Lord. Um, Game of Thrones creators announced new shows set in a world where slavery still exists. It's oh called Confederate. You know, there's a show. No, that's not even really that surprising to me. There's a show mm-hmm. on, I, I want to say NBC or one of those like cable stations that I, I don't really watch, but every time I go home for the holidays, I end up binge watching. This has a show that imagines what would have happened if the Nazis won the, yeah, World War Two. Don't Jewish people own all of TV? How did they let that pass? Because how the fuck did this pass? The same people must have been sitting in the room like, I mean, hmm. Jewish people ain't got nothing to do with slavery. Uh, well, not nothing to do, but you know, they don't affect them as much. Because, hmm. you know, they they got to be white. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Interests are tied. <clears throat> Here's what it's about. They're going to launch okay. a new series called Confederate. Here's what it's about. The series takes place in an alternate timeline where the mm-hmm. southern states have successfully succeeded from the Union, mm-hmm. giving rise to a nation in which slavery remains legal and has evolved into a modern institution. Mm-hmm. HBO said in a statement, the story follows a broad swath of characters. <clears throat> good good word use. Um, swath of characters on both sides of the Mason-Dixon demilitarized zone from freedom fighters slave hunters, politicians, abolitionists, journalists, executives of slave-holding conglomerate, and the families of people in their thrall. I guess that's the slaves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they didn't say slaves, uh, but I'm going to go with... They didn't say niggers, I'm going to go know, with the families of people uh, in their thrall is the yeah. slaves. <laughs> See, you know what this shit is? I was what? reading... I was white reading, people... Look. You know what? We're going to give that a title of... What no white Jesus like some like we have different segments for things. What no white Jesus is what no white Jesus is my segment for things that make me confused. White people make me confused about things. Why Jesus fixes? Like excuse me. Jesus be a showrunner. Why do <laughs> Jesus Come down and run this shit out the be... studio? But here's the thing. Ow, that was not your best move. <laughs> Ow, I hit my knuckle. All right, go ahead. What's your thing? Um. You should probably put the the pillow the back on in case so you hurt yourself. <laughs> it smells so bad. Uh, I read this piece. I told y'all I'm I'm sort of a hermit, which means sometimes I do spend time on the internet, mostly just missing what's going on on Black Twitter. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I also time. read articles, and this one time I was reading this article that was talking about how, um, how dictatorships and different um like fascist regimes normalize things over time right Mm -hmm. because like motherfuckers don't just like take power one day and then just like cut off all your access to the internet or like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like things that you go with through every day and it just like is accepted that would like cause anarchy which is not what they want it's like a compliance thing and it's this idea of like slowly normalizing things over time Mm -hmm. you know basic use of like propaganda but also a lot more like subtle things by like like making cultural shifts happen right so like mm-hmm. you have the rise of media and television that like normalizes white supremacy that you know there was the history channel was about to do this thing a couple of months ago that was like uh 
an inside scoop on the KKK. Oh, yeah, like the reality show. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, a reality show about the KKK? That's where we're at. That like, But yeah, that that's a project of normalization. Are we that starved for reality shows? Or I mean, to be honest. trying to normalize this shit to the point where it's like, yeah, hey, we're laughing at, like, basketball wives and KKK wives, and this is just America, and, oh, what would happen if the Nazis won, and, oh, if the Confederacy won, and it just, like, people start to think that way, and people who already think, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it affirms a lot of what other people think. It normalizes things to other people. It makes us, like, it makes it a, a point of, like, laughing and, you know, being like, oh, these crazy white people with this show, but, like, that's just... Yeah. What the fuck is that show really so about everybody and what's it trying to teach everybody at the end of the day? Everybody is fucking pissed off. Um, mm-hmm. But so far, my favorite tweet of it is, give me the confidence of white showrunners telling HBO they want to write a slavery fanfic. Seriously. Lord, let me be that confident. Like, there's Let me bag. have that much success. There's a bag that I want that, if anybody's listening and wants to buy me a birthday present, <laughs> there's a bag that says, I want to carry myself with the confidence of a mediocre white man. That is just, like, goals. Cause me. Same. Donald Trump is our fucking president. Mediocre. And here we are questioning ourselves. What <laughs> the fuck? What are we doing with our... Uh-uh. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. I love Game of Thrones, but Game of Thrones is also have some like weird racial shit they be going yeah, on. Yeah, like black people don't exist in that time. There's, one, there's like two black people, right? I don't watch Game of Thrones, so I don't know. I don't know. That's... I, don't that's watch something it. you should have told me before and I just would have avoided you at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know fine. apparently I have like 20 seasons to watch. I should catch up. Um they they have some random sprinklings of magical I know, like, negroes here and the there. The most I've seen is like the girl with the the curly hair. There well there's no, the, the entire girl with the curly hair and like the other black dude that's always with her that's always with the girl with the dragons. Yeah. It's like you can have fucking dragons. Well, do you know that story? Well, here's the thing, right? So there's the the I don't white, know about blonde, blue-eyed, I think lady dragon yeah. who went and liberated all of the slaves who then turned around and pledged their allegiance to her and were like, "We'll fight for you." All of the slaves in the show. I'll give you one guess as to where all the black people are in that show. <laughs> really? That's where they all are? And not that there weren't other enslaved people in the show, but the enslaved people who chose to then follow their white liberating woman was that group of enslaved black men who had all been castrated. That's uh, her. I didn't hear about the black castrated. That's the, the army people. that's following. I didn't know they were black, though. I just, thought they were, I just knew they were castrated men. Yeah. They were black castrated men who were following Dragon Becky around to liberate not dragon becky is this what it is there was this one scene in yo it was so fun oh and then there's the other there i don't know if they're just like brown or if they're just like white people who just been in the mud and sun for too long (laughs) but they you know they are not of the the same you know they treat it Mm -hmm. like the barbarians and the um Um, is this where jason momoa comes in yes right i was like i know he was in the show but it's like i know he's not but he's never he's never like predicted as like a white person he's always like a person of color right Cause, yeah because he is it, but it's ambiguous in the show because they're all like whatever but yeah they brown people they brown people who eat hearts like horses hearts and like be fucking in the streets like and then are also dunna dunna liberated by this white woman who just like shows all of her power there's this one scene where she burns down their sacred temple because that's what white people do um and then she just like emerges from the flames of destruction and like her pure whiteness and her blonde hair and all the brown people are like bow before her and i'm just like oh 
So this is not a shock at all. Not necessarily. <laughs> not at all. But it's crazy that like they're letting it happen. Yo, go watch that Nazi show. Go watch it. There's like this no, no, whole like, timeline of like Japanese folks and the Nazis and the it's it's Yeah, it's just it's just crazy. But I know like um was it's yeah Saeed Jones and he was like talking about it. Mm. That's when I first saw it because mm-hmm. he all because all he all he typed is like in like big spaces like I could just imagine so many rape scenes and like he just like wrote mm-hmm. that. God, I know like Game of Thrones is always being talked about like it has like so many it unnecessary is. rape scenes. Yes. Um. So like in a situation where rape obviously happened a lot, there's probably going to show it a lot, well, which is unnecessary. Uh, according to the Washington Post, maybe there'll be mistresses. You know, oh yeah. Because they was talking the other day about Sally Hemings being, oh yeah, mistress. If yeah. HBO wants to wants a series about the Civil War so bad, here's an idea: pick up Underground. True. Oh, I never watched Underground. I never watched it either, but I heard it was good. People really liked it. I know, but and period pieces are very hard to make. And HBO got all the money. They should. HBO, you should just, you should pick up Underground. Listen to should. listen to that tweet. Um. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I like why. I'm just I just want to know like why? Why do we need to explore this? There's, there's because How like, oppressed how more oppressed do I need to be? Like <laughs> how oppressed are you? <laughs> like I mean, you know, the prison industrial system like took over slavery. Like do we need to know what happened? Somebody mm. put that. Somebody was like the prison industrial system is due to slavery, so like why right. do we need to figure it out? Right. Like what like what is the point? Why is this fantasy? People enjoy that. Be- Why is literally? This, this I was is about to say because people mine. enjoy that. Like, so I this would, is this. Okay. I would literally have nightmares as a child about like slavery coming back and me being a slave. Like Sunny. wake up tears, and I bet you, sweating. And I bet you somewhere there was some little white baby that was dreaming about slavery coming back, and like not sweating. Like it getting like, like run, running. like getting chased, and like getting like captured, Mm-mm. and like all that. But like as. I used to dream about my dad getting eaten by a lion. Why are we so stereotypical? <laughs> I just caught it because you're from Kenya. <laughs> no, that is funny, but that used to be a really scary dream. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> the horrors of being black, y'all. This is terrible. Um, <laughs> from being the diaspora. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. What you about to say? I, I forget. <laughs> I have a terrible memory. Apparently, I'm stoned, so who knows? What were you saying? I was listening to you. Yeah. Um, all I know is it's a bad idea. It's just It's a terrible idea. Like I don't oh, know. Oh, we were so you said it was somebody's fantasy. Oh, right. Yes. You were like, how is this when 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 this motherfucker got elected, right? And people were like, How did this happen? And like people in this country and then I went home for a little bit too and people were like, How did this guy get elected? And I'm like, Yo, because there are so many people like him in the United States. This That's isn't true. like he's like a realization of people's fantasies, people's desires, like that maybe have not been named publicly because there was a different cultural climate around. But mm-hmm. like also when Obama was around, it's not like people were not openly racist towards him as a pre. Have you people ever seen somebody so disrespect? This is a president, right? And like, president. like people, the fact that people just call Barack Obama Barack Obama. I mean, I. I call him Barack Obama. I feel like you know he's a, a long lost uncle of mine. Right. Yes. He's could be one of mine. But oh, the fact yeah. that I'm just saying y'all could be related to related to. 
I mean, we are. <laughs> Yo, high key, every Kenyan will tell you they're Obama's like cousin. I was back in Kenya and I was like, yeah, Obama. I was like, you're my cousin. <laughs> Sit I down. Know you're not Obama's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, President Obama was so disrespected. And like the whole time, the whole time, poor it's like thing. fuck presidents in general, like fuck that entire imperialist. Poor, poor president, Empire. Empire. he seems like such a nice man. Like, <laughs> he does, but then it's like the the basic respect. Like I remember that one time that reporter was just like interrupting him in the middle of like whatever briefing he was doing in the like White House garden. I was just like, yo, he's at the White House right now. This you was were at his, his house. house. <laughs> you were at his place of <laughs> residence. Like, Shut up. The White House. It's not just a house. house. Is, is that a house that's plain white? It's the White House. The White House. He live here. Like, his, you his invited. His right behind you him. Know, you had to get a pass to come in. <laughs> this isn't even like an open door policy. You have the nerve to be into, because he's a black dude, you know? Like, yeah. that shit just. And then you have Mediocre McGee over here, which is just. <laughs> mediocre McGee. <sighs> yeah. It just seems like a. It's just. It's just a bad idea. It's such a. It's such a. It's such a bad idea. You know oh what my it is too? God! It's like, like how racist are you? Yo, I feel like this is the problem with like liberal white people too, right? How racist are they you? They think sir? this shit is like edgy. They're like, oh, we're gonna what? be pushing boundary, like, the racial. Ed-. Like, all right, guys, Game of Thrones is ending. What do we got? What do we got? Right? What do we got? What do we got? All right, what do you got? Well, I got a show about you know this girl. She's magical and she does this thing. Nope, nope, don't want that. Next. What do you got? What do you got? Next. What do you got? You guys, Dave. All right, guys, guys, this show. picture this. Uh-huh. Picture this. Come on, Dave. Hey, listen, close. Dave, Dave always has the winning plan. All right, guys. Get, get, come in close. This is the winner. Okay. So what if okay. the Confederates mm-hmm. won? Whoa! What if they won? Oh, this will be a hot button issue because you know there's a, they're talking about statues all over the country now, so we'll be able to like really plug it in. Yes, the con- yes. This is really edgy. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, and then mm-hmm. we can word it in a way mm-hmm. that maybe we don't even talk about the slaves. And maybe people won't get mad. What? Yeah. It could be a fantasy land where these things don't exist. Could you imagine that? Maybe. Could you imagine the money? Maybe. We could even make them enjoy it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This yes, be Dave. You have won the cookie of the round. Dave. Of the meeting today. You are the mediocre white man of the day. Please collect your paycheck. Here's all the money that black women are not earning to your dollar. <laughs> And Latino women. Um, but, like, how racist do you have to be? And so, like, another article I saw about it was, like, they, they were all giving their explanations about it. Oh, God. And it was, like. white splaining is one of my favorite. It was David Benoff and D.B. Weiss. Um, and then it was them two. Was this complex? So it was Chad one and Chad two. Yeah, it was them two, some other person, and some black woman. Okay. And I was, like, did they put that black woman on there just to be, like. Hey, the black woman agrees. Right. They were like, oh, and by the way, it was all her idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, shh. Yeah. Oh, like, is the world, like, if it, the only way this will work for me is if the world, if, like, the United States would be, like, in more utter ruin than this. Like, is it going to fall apart? Is oh, it going to cease to, is it going to cease to exist? Like, absolutely. I, is that, is, is it like, if the Civil War, like, won and we in 2017 and, like, you know. I mean, already as is. The U.S. is... It's already falling apart. Falling but, like, apart. how, like, like will things be even more falling apart? Like, will we not have advanced into society? Probably not. No. Probably not. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? them things you wouldn't have had if yeah. black people had not been freed from the shackles? Yeah. You wouldn't have uh, 
stoplight. No. Fucking peanut butter. I love peanut butter. Love it. White people love peanut butter. Oh my god. White people love everything black people make. Right? You wouldn't have hip hop. Oh my god, they love You wouldn't hip-hop. have blues. You wouldn't have twisted mini buns, which have been known for thousands of years as Bantu knots. <laughs> you wouldn't have all the things that you love no. and adore no. because of black folk. No. Yeah. Yeah. Where would you be living shitty, sitting Which is why these bags are so great. Because <laughs> right people here? love to love New Orleans and then just come down here and just, you know, fuck it up. Um, yeah. Fucking hate black people. <sighs> so, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit, though. Just a little bit. Not a lot, baby girl. Just a little bit. That was a lot of baby because I just had a lot. I just, I'm just, I'm just still in. I just want to, like. That shit is wild, though. It really is. Because <laughs> also, wild. Like, there are plenty of other shows that could be on the air instead of that show. Mm-hmm. It's not as I if we're starting to for content. I got some ideas for shows. Like, I There's this call really, me. really dope show. Oh, what is it called? You know, uh, compersion. Have you ever heard of it? Compersion is the word that's supposed to be like the opposite of jealousy, which is like when like someone you were caring for is happy with another person and you just like share it's like a mutual happiness versus being Mm -hmm. like oh and it's like something that's common in friendships right like Mm -hmm. if you if we're friends and you have another friend and you're like i spent time with my friend i'm not like why were you not with me (laughs) not thought we had some i'm like yo that's dope i'm really you know what'd you guys do tell me about it right but in like romantic relationships especially it becomes like a whoa what's going on and so it's a show that explores polyamory but explores it in a black with a black married couple mm. which is so i was just like oh shit this is mm-hmm. just the whole setup already makes me want to watch it just because this is something that's like not really explored it's not something that explore it's explored in a way that's like this is awesome everybody should be polyamorous it's in a way that's like there's this woman who is just like struggling with her attraction to her husband and he also struggles with the tra- it, it it's just done in such a way that mm-hmm. it's just like so humanizing and dope and great and they're like doing like GoFundMe's and you know fundraisers to do that stuff and meanwhile Confederacy is on HBO like and the Nazi show is on and the History Channel is making The History Channel has like, a lot of Nazi shows that's really all they play it's a lot of shows about Hitler that's just wild um on yeah, there's a lot of shows about Hitler on the conf- on the Confederates. On the Confederates. Ah! <laughs> on the History Channel. Though? You funny, you funny. Um, yeah, it's just wild. Like, I mean, it could at this point get shot down because of all the backlash, but it could get made. Um, there probably be white people who be like. We need to preserve intellectual integrity. That's not intellectual. This is literally fiction. This is like fiction. No, but you know, they thought about it and, you know, we need to freedom of imagination. And This is fiction. Pure, this, is, this is like pure fiction right here. Like This is like complete reimagining. Or this is, pure. is it the future? Girl. Dun, I don't have dun, to start dun, killing dun, people at that point. Um, yeah. So that's that, that. We shall see. I mean, maybe, like, part of me is, like, confused, very much confused. And another part of me is, like, well, if they make it, I kind of want to see what's going to happen. Like, I'm oh, not, like, not going to, like, watch every episode, no, but no, no, I'm no. definitely going to watch the, the first premiere. Yeah. I'm definitely to watch the pilot episode. That's a given. I mean, I'm obviously. I'm bootleg it. I'm never, you know, going to support it. I mean, I'm not paying for HBO, so no. I got it for free. So, you know, yeah. ain't no skin off my back. Somebody bag. I know does. <laughs> Ain't no skin off my back, um, which is very useful for me because I can watch Insecure. Anyways, 
the other headline topic we can talk about today is a police officer. There's been a um, police shooting. Police shooting? Today in news that surprises no one. No there one. was a police shooting in America. Yes. Um, but this police shooting was done by a Muslim, Somalian Muslim man. Um, shot a white woman. Plot twist. Plot twist. Shot. I'm going to look it up so I can properly give you his credentials because I did not write this. In Minneapolis, Muslim cop who killed a white woman. Yes. Yes, that's what happened. Even these headlines already got me fucked up. Yeah. Um, one reason I want to talk about this is because the whole way that it is centered in the media is vastly different from the way it is centered when a cop, a white cop, some, most of the time, um, shoots a black person and or a person of color. But black person, we're going to talk about black people. Mm-hmm. Um, because they don't list it as Christian Christian um, American officer Mm-mm. shoots African American male. Mm-mm. Just, you know. If they even list it at all. If they do. So and so was shot by the police, mm-hmm. um, allegedly. Right. It's always allegedly. Right. Um, but the thing that stuck out to me is that this woman was was cited by the police chief um, as the most innocent victim. The most most innocent, innocent victim. Well, you did say she shooting. was a white woman, right? Yes. Oh yes. well, isn't that synonymous? She's blonde. She's oh blonde. well, I've, I assumed if we're talking about innocence, it was a blonde mm-hmm. white lady. Mm-hmm. Wow, how could that monster do that? Yeah. So, um, hmm. yeah, yeah. The most innocent. Yeah, you know, not a 12-year-old child playing with a toy in the park. But, you know, not to say this woman deserved to be shot. No. We're just comparing. Nobody deserves to be shot. No one deserves to be shot and killed. <clears throat> we're comparing headlines. We're comparing stories. We're comparing the ways people talk about these situations. Because right. shooting victims of because black she's people. she's the most innocent victim ever and tamir rice is a 24 year old man who was waving a gun and mike brown isn't an 18 year old he's actually a demon demon yes that's a interesting spectrum of Mm -hmm. victimhood from most innocent to grown person who is assumed intimidating Mm -hmm. to like dehumanization yes so that was like a really big thing that stood out for me. I was just like, what are we talking about? Um, and also just how they, just like how they described a cop. Like they just, you know, obviously made him somebody to fear because right now the association with Muslim is like, oh my God, this person's a terrorist. Oh my God, this person's like an automatically bad person. They're automatically dangerous. And it's like, you know, the stigma and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, Y'all don't usually describe people like this. Y'all don't usually describe cops like this. And this right. this cop was automatically like, oh, yes, he's definitely guilty. Right. Oh, yes, he's definitely fired. Right. Oh, yes, like, right. blah, 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 blah. Well, Not it, saying he was correct in what he was doing. No, but they make examples of us. Yes, right? like, exactly. Across the board, regardless of what it is, if a black person and a white person do something wrong, the black person is the person who's going to be made an example of, right? And that's why it also becomes tricky because, like, to... to 
to stand up for and stick up for and advocate for black folk because there are black people who do fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who do wrong shit and then who have their race used against them to be made an example of or to be harsher mm-hmm. punished or whatever it is. And then you, you feel caught up in that moment of like, well, damn, this person, as a person, like on a very basic human level, that was some fuck shit. But then on a race level, like even how they're being treated is on some fuck shit, right? Mm-hmm. And not even to bring this up again, but this is something that, that has come up even in, in the course of the last couple of years in, in conversations around like black men who've um, committed sexual assaults or been accused of committing sexual assaults who've been celebrities, whether it's the, the Nate Parkers, the Bill Cosbys, and how they're the folks who are like made an example of, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like the Cosby show taken off the air, Seventh Heaven still on the air even mm-hmm. though that dude was a pedophile you know what i'm saying yeah um birth Convicted of a pedophile, nation. right yeah i think he ended up I, i'm not i didn't follow his too well and um, then either kind of show is back on tv seven heaven was right. taken off too right we take it off but then they bit, put it both of them are back on right because again at the end of the day we really don't give a shit about survivors of abuse um but yeah just thinking about how black folks like are again made example of even when they do things wrong and so black people feel like we have to come to bat for them regardless of the wrong mm-hmm. things that you do which is just like such a compromise to our humanity mm-hmm. you know it's also what I very mean? exhausting it's fucking exhausting and then you just have to be like ah can y'all just be do better like we have so much other shit to be <laughs> fighting <laughs> yeah you know that's how i'm, I'm constantly exhausted like mm-hmm. i mean Kanye West is not bill cosby no as far as we know um but my nigga, I be fighting for him all the time. All the, and I'm, I'm like, why am I? St- <laughs> and it's like, and then like, because you like, you be fighting for him, and then you be like, oh my god, Kanye, you crazy? But then right. as soon as a white person come and say something right. about Kanye, I'm like, right. oh no. Even like oh, Lamar Odom, no. Like Lamar Odom, just like, dude, what's going on with your life? Can you take care of yourself? You got money, you got all this. But the moment something happened, some with the Kardashians, some says something about Lamar and the crowd, I'm like. Oh no! Y'all better not my, look. My brother right there. <laughs> Y'all better leave Kanye alone. You know, it's, it's everybody it's, with the Kardashian. It's such a race reflex, bro. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's stressful. It's it really um, is. stress levels off the roof. Um, speaking of which, OJ, what's up, my dude? I heard he got free. Oh, he's free. I, said, I don't know. I saw him. They freed OJ. I be you got the Google. Google. I mean, oh yeah, I did see he was like he had a hearing. Somebody said that OJ was Atlanta focusing, Atlanta going from a twenty-eight to yeah, that's, that's a twenty-five that's... point lead. Mm-hmm. Well, twenty-five point lead. His mm-hmm. hearing. I can't say that correct because I don't know one. I don't know football terms too. I did not. I cannot paraphrase that. I know exactly what you're talking about. I um, saw the same one. But yes, so this um this police shooting. Um, he was moved to another cell away from inmates. Ooh, OJ. Oh, because he's supposed to be released, yeah. Um, yeah. But what happened? Um, yes, this police shooting is horrible. And just the, like, I didn't want to really get into details of the shooting. I just wanted to get into the details of how it was depicted and talked about. And mm. I talked about this last because it seemed it is more important to talk about people dying over R. Kelly. You know what I mean? It's a little bit more important. That's true. Yeah, because he's not that important. He's really, really not. He's and neither not. is his music. Um, damn, I was about to say. Yeah, OJ got released. I don't, I don't know. He uh, about to be. 
but yeah, so it just it's just very interesting in the way the media decides to depict people. And like I saw another headline about um, this guy who was on his way to uh, interview, and then he saw somebody like needing help, so he stopped to give them help on his way to the interview. And instead of the the like news report using his name, they said like ex con on his way to the interview mm-hmm. stopped, blah, 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 you know, stopped to help stand passer, you know, stand by or. Mm-hmm whatever which does again so much work to normalize things in people's heads because when you have a headline like that ex-con stops to do this thing it's written as like a sensational story mm-hmm. right like like oh my ex-con god would you never believe? because ex-cons are such te- you know what i mean yeah. the opposite side of that is what you're actually saying about ex-cons is that they're like terrible people who wouldn't help anybody else yeah. and like the reality of that, like we were talking about earlier about mass, mass incarceration or incarceration in general in this country is really more about criminalization than like safety or like. Because mm-hmm. he could be an ex-con. He could be an ex-con for like money laundering for all we know. Right. Or he could be an ex-con for selling weed for all we know. Or he yeah. could be an ex-con for some act of violence. Or he could be an ex-con that the police said was resisting arrest or doing something. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's just. There's so many reasons he could be an ex-con. Right. Um, but and like, even the idea that like. Again, like people who are violent, like are disposable or irredeemable as if there's not sources to all of these things, you know, Mm -hmm. as if there's not even if folks are violent, not that they shouldn't be dealt with in a particular kind of way. But like, are those the ways to deal with folks who are clearly suffering from some sort of harm is to put them in places that are going to continuously harm them and then re-release them? What the fuck? It's not really rehabilitating. Right. Um, yeah, and I was just like, so it's just very interesting to see the way, like, that the news decides to, I mean, it's not very, we know how they decide to, like, pick and choose to talk about people, like, the way talking about, like, the guys that did the Boston Massacre bombings and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, those guys were white, white presenting people, even Mm -hmm. though they were, I guess, kind of, they were kind of brown, but, like, they, like, the way they, like, they drew them and depicted them is just was, like... I don't know. They weren't recognizably brown. They were off-white. Yeah. Right? Like, I've always seen those tubes in the street, I'm like, oh, it's a white guy. And but I'm pretty even, sure they presented, like... White. They did. And even that, that's how, like, like white folks especially like to muddy the language and be like, oh, what do you mean? Like, he was a brown guy. Look, it's like, you motherfuckers know what we talking about when we say white. Like, <laughs> y'all know that white is not real. Y'all even know black, like, it's not... Y'all made all, y'all made all this shit up. You know what the fuck we talking about. Stop <laughs> acting brand new all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's also that police officer that had his body cam footage on of him planting um planting evidence planting planting the evidence and then he was like okay i'm gonna go back and he didn't he turned his body cam on but it was already on right and so they have the video of him planting it but then he was only suspended and not fired Mm. why is he why has he not been fired because that shit is actually very commonplace right people are under this impression that like body cameras and shit are gonna expose us to all these new things that are happening in the department but it's like y'all this shit's been going on for so long police like breaking the law murdering people like that shit is not new that shit did not start with Trayvon Martin that shit did not start with Mike Brown the consistency of it the frequency of it did not start with Tamir Rice did not start with Sandra Bland did not start with any of these people you know what I'm Mm. saying like this is shit that's just been ongoing it's just the way time and technology is changing the way we're able to see it we're just able to view it live and live in color on our computer screens at our houses but to the point where again it's become normalized and desensitizing like there was a time when a photo or a video was released of a black person being killed by a police officer within the last five years that it would make people pour out into the streets right the very image would 
now it's an everyday thing, right? Now it's just, oh, another black mm -hmm. killing. Oh, I'm scrolling down my timeline. Like, now what I see is people more engaging in discussion about how they don't want to see black people being killed versus, like, what are we doing to make sure that this shit is yeah. not ongoing, you know? Yeah. And that's, again, it's a project of normalization and desensitization because, yeah, if you see a black person literally being killed every day, even if you like, even if it, if you feel it and you affect it, there's there's some part of your psyche that just starts to normalize it. Normalize it. Yep, that's how it happens, Captain. Um, which is you know. You can just call me Frequency. Shut up. <laughs> which is crazy on its own. It's just like, uh, I don't know. Oh fuck! I forgot to enter those damn songs. Oopsie Daisy. Um, yeah. Do you have any headlines you want to throw out there, there, girl? Um, no. There's not really a local paper in the rock that I live under. <laughs> you know, I like I don't read the newspaper, and I was went somewhere for work, and they were like, "You don't read the newspaper, Dawn," and I was like, mm, "No, not really." Newspaper. See, news is just hard in I was general, like, I think, these I read days. news on the internet. Like, not like a literal piece of newspaper. I haven't had a literal piece of newspaper in a long time. The only time I, I feel like recently I've read newspapers was when I was in either D.C., New York, somewhere I'm on, like, subways and metros and there's free newspapers. But other than that, I'm good. <laughs> good. Um, all right. Well, let's let this play for a second. Um, so we're gonna take a brigity break, brigity, brigity break, brigity, brigity break. 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 So we're gonna take a brigity break and we will be back to talk some more shit after this. <laughs> Do it for me, do it for me Go Gina, go Gina 
You're literate. I am Sunny D. Non frequency. Then we're eating chips. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> um, sour cream and onion Pringles, which I haven't had in years. I, once you pop the fun, don't stop. Right? I have oh. every road trip. I forgot. My road trip chip of choice is um, Cheetos Puffs. Oh. You don't eat Cheetos Puffs? I don't eat cheese. So fake cheese and I have an interesting. So you're okay with eating fake sour cream? I don't eat real sour cream. I don't eat real sour cream either, but still. So you're okay with eating fake sour cream? Yeah, but I don't have a problem eating fake cheese. So it looks like you out here trying to turn the spotlight on me when you have some questions you, you need to ask d- yourself. Like you have a problem eating fake dairy, <laughs> but yet you're eating fake uh, dairy. You just extended it up to all dairy, but I love milk, real milk, straight from the udder, just. Ew. I'm just joking. That, that's, that's not gross true. image. Um, Although it is pretty good. I forgot to say earlier <laughs> that um, True Literate is, in the words of Petty, your weekly dose of flag bullshit and your hood right shenanigans still to Shea Butter. I say that in the opening, which is what we say. You didn't say that in the I, opening, though. I know, I say I forgot. Anyways, um, so we've come to the end of our show because, um, as I said before, I'm Wendy and I don't have a a wrap up not a wrap up but we don't have we didn't want to talk about our initial topic so we did some headlines and now we don't have anything else to say no um oh actually i do what's up i'm very excited that uh insecure starts on sunday yeah do you watch insecure i i did watch the season i did how do, how do you feel about it one day what is your take on insecure 
I'm I'm insecure about telling how I feel about it because everybody loves it. Tell me how you feel about it, Monday. I just don't know if this is a safe space, Don. It's just very tender, so. You can't I, see me giving her. You can't see me giving her the side eye. It was a very severe one too. I feel like I, it's not that I didn't like it. I liked uh, it, but I really liked Awkward Black Girl, and mm-hmm. I feel like there was like a. I don't know. There was a funniness to Awkward Black Girl that mm-hmm. was not translated to Insecure, mm-hmm. even if they were doing some of the same things. Like even when she was doing her like rap scenes or whatever, mm-hmm. in the back, they just like didn't really. I don't know. It was weird. It didn't really yeah. translate in the same way when it became the full show. But it also was like a more obviously like involved and intense show, and there mm-hmm. were different dynamics. And yeah, I think it was more like more drama yeah. than Awkward Black Girl is because I guess because it's HBO. But yeah, and I comedies. didn't know if I was really like trying to watch. I think I think that's the thing is I'm not really that into dramas, and so I was like, oh, I feel yeah. like I got okie doked into a drama when I was more looking for like I could have taken a dramatic comedy or comedic drama. I don't know what the the dramedy is. Dramedy, dramedy, dramedy. I should know this. I ever confirm. Coma. Mm-hmm. I'll stop. Um, yeah, but that's you know, pretty hey, funny. Either way, I'm happy that she got the deal. Like that's dope. Big ups to her. But yeah, I, I miss the like the the honestly the innocence and the awkwardness of awkward black girl. She's mm-hmm. not really that awkward in insecure. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's just insecure. That's the name of which the is why show. this show is what that <laughs> shit just connected for me. Did it? Yeah, because <laughs> it's not. It's not, I guess it's not supposed to be awkward. It's supposed to be just be insecure. I guess I'm more awkward than insecure. Then, so I was like, <laughs> you were you were watching for the wrong part I, of the yeah, show. I was really just trying to watch myself on TV, and now that I'm not there, I'm like next. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was no. supposed to be the insecure part of people, not the awkward part. Mm. She's slightly awkward, but not like awkward black or awkward. No, and I'm just like very awkward, <laughs> and. I guess insecure too, but I'm not sure if I'm insecure if I'm just like really awkward. Yeah. Oh, you were there when uh, I met Issa Rae. Was at, I? Yeah. At, at Tulane. Tulane. Mm-hmm. Ah, I was there when I met her too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like got there early and I was like, mm-hmm. oh shit. And Wendy was like, hey, come sit down. And I was like, okay. But I didn't talk to Issa Rae, then talk to her afterwards and worry about my sit all over her. You didn't talk to her? I didn't talk to her when like y'all were sitting down in the circle. Oh. No. She she seemed like a chill. That's a that's she was very thing. nice. She, yeah, she, she very seems nice like person. a chill. Which is why I'm like, regardless of the show, I'm like, you you seem chill and you seem clearly nice. smart. She's also and still still a very awkward person in person. She, also, yo, she, that but, room was full with a lot of awkward black women. So yeah, it was awkward black girls all over the wall. Yes, like, it was just it was awkward women talking to an awkward woman, which made the situation awkward. Yes, it was, it was a cute hilar- though. It was like it was, it was so it was hilarious though. But also, I realized, I think, in that moment when I was with her, I was like, oh, yes, there's also, like, a performative awkwardness and then, like, a real actual awkwardness that is really not that funny in real life, but, mm-hmm. like, it's funny anecdotally. And I was just like, oh, you are just, you are awkward. And like, just she that, was like, like, when she was, like, talking and asking questions, she was like, yeah. And, yeah. like, she was, like, how she was, like, sitting and, like, uh-huh. the microphone. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, Issa. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, as I've, like, seen her give interviews, I've seen, like, she's still kind of awkward with some things, but I've seen, like, she's, like, Settle much better at it. Yeah, I've I've never seen. I don't, but I'm sure she's. She looks less awkward, and even in photos and stuff. So, mm-hmm. do you? I I will watch Insecure, but also you know Game of Thrones is back on, and I hear there's this hot new Confederate show that. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's not on yet. My um, calendar is a Thrones little comes, full. So. Game, of Thrones, Game of Thrones comes on before Insecure. So that's the TV show. Are they back on. to back? Ballers is in between of it. Isn't between it. Why? I don't know. Because it is like having a sandwich with some dope ass buns. <laughs> and some brioche. Just, some some nice brioche. brioche. And then you put like bologna in the like bologna Ooh. and like three tablespoons of mayo. Ugh. One slice of bologna Ugh. and brioche. Bro. That's Bro. what HBO did with their Sunday lineup. Tell us what they did with that competitive show. <sighs> just no brioche. It's not Wonder bread. That's just mold. That's mold. <laughs> <laughs> Molded bread. Cut that mold off of that bread, girl. You can still eat that. <laughs> that's a whole. That's a whole jar of mayo, literally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's probably gonna be like three black people in the whole show, and they all gonna have white friends. In the Confederate show, yeah. They white. They gonna be slaves. Yeah, but they're gonna have white friends because you know it'll be benevolent slavery. They'll have. They'll find a way to make the slavery make, make white happy. people look good. Make slavery happy. You know. Like, that's just the way of the land, Jim. But not in the way that, like, with a whip, it'll be like, I don't know. You know justice is stupid. Right. Um, you know, your ancestors. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Give you a slave name. Yes, uh-huh. Your um, name is Tober. Take me out there. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yes, I'm very excited for Instagram to come back out because I find the show very entertaining. And it's just, like, it is actually very much more complex than you would have expected it to be. I guess because yeah. everyone was like, oh, my God, it's like Aqua Black Girl on TV. But it's like, it's not, guys. Aqua she, Black Girl were, like, vignettes, though. Yeah, it was like, guys, it, it wasn't. She said that Aqua Black Girl ended at season two mm-hmm. when it ended. And mm-hmm. we were like, wait, is it Black Jay? Is it, I mean, is like, what happened with White Jay? What's going on? Oh. What's happening? But that was, that was, she played us by naming him Jay, though. Because yeah. it was like, well, he is Black Jay. Like, regardless. No, he was white. White Jay was white. She was Black Jay. Well, whatever. Was Jay. Whoever Jay, Black and Jay, the black White guy. Jay. And then there was a spoken word part. And there were just similar. There were enough similarities where it was like, you clearly took parts parts of your storyboard from Awkward Black Girl and then turned them into full Yeah, episodes. because, like, you know, she. I, got, I think she also just, like, kind of did that to, like, pay homage to right. where she was coming Started from. Started from the bottom now. Yeah. You? I mean, she plays Sue J in Insecure, and like the some other people from Insecure. The like her best friend is in her, but she's not really. She's like a weird person in that. In Insecure, Insecure. yeah, and like the white guy from the office is in. uh, Thug Yoda was in Insecure. Was an awkward black girl. And the whispers guy is, but he doesn't whisper anymore. Yeah, he's Thug Yoda. That makes me sad. Mm -hmm. But he says hilarious things because he's a um a blood and everything is but yeah we should whisper that's his name is thug yoda that's what they that's what they refer to him as oh okay i was like his name is something else but like that's what the show isa's character and lawrence isa and lawrence refer to him as thug yoda because he be dropping bombs but he's there's no isa and lawrence let it go oh my god i don't wanna gotta let it burn (laughs) (laughs) damn and we're back to our show circle all right so I will be watching that and I will give you a full update of the first episode when we come back next Friday. Um, all right. So at the end of our show, we do this thing called weekly obsessions and usually Petty sings this, but he's not here. So he sings now it's time for our weekly obsessions and I go da da da. So here we are. What are you obsessed with this week? What is your weekly obsession? Um Barbershops. Why? I mean, you have to explain your weekly obsession. Don't just throw something out there. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Seaweed. Good night. Um, 
Uh, because I've, I've spent a lot of time in a barbershop this week. I've never had my hair really done by anybody that's not my mom, myself, Akeem Martin, or Preach. Mm-hmm. Once I went to a hair salon in Kenya, and they made my locks really tight. Mm. So Living that stereotype, huh? Yeah, and that's why my forehead's so big. It's just I never went back. But then this week, the, some of the women and young women at the Vision were starting their internships. And one started at a barbershop, one at a beauty's parlor. So I just like went with them their first weeks to just, you know, to set the scene and all that stuff. Really, it just ended up to me like yelling, like turning into barbershop, yelling conversations with old men and other women in the beauty shop. So Why do you do it to yourself? I don't, I don't know. What were the conversations about? Were they good conversations or were they like hard debates and you're not going back? They were barbershop conversation so i think you know exactly what the answer to your question is it's always, are you not going back no no i'm, I'm definitely going back but it, it's just it's funny to to see to to have been in that space um and to he- hear folks like be like oh in the barbershop and then me and then be like oh this is literally exactly what you everybody is to be. always talking about and i would never come here to get my hair done because i would always just be like whipping my neck around and they'd be pulling it i would have like four locks by the end of the, <laughs> the term so Oh, my God. Because there's always that one old, outrageous black dude trying to tell you some shit like he, like Jesus Christ himself told him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, I heard. Right. Oh, I seen. Are you like, from Kenya? Let me tell you about Kenya. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know about Kenya. Have you ever been to Kenya, sir? I don't know, but I know a lot about Kenya. No, no, but let me tell you. Okay, all right. And they tell you the story, and then they expect you to like sympathize or like or understand the story. Affirm everything they yeah. say. Yeah, and it's like right, right. Don't people in Kenya do that, right? right. And it's like no. And you're like, well, no, actually, though. Well, I don't mean everybody in Kenya. Like, I just but mean I've people been. I know. And I'm like, sir, do you know anyone from Kenya? No. Well, I know a man that say he's from Kenya, and I think he's from Kenya because he sound like he's from Kenya. You know, y'all kind of look similar. Y'all kind of look like he got he your cousin. You know this man named such and such. Look like you from, and I'm like, I don't, I'm just. <laughs> you were right. Whatever you were saying was actually right, and I'm gonna go now. Yes. But I, I love him. I'm, I was having a really great time, and I'm just, yeah. I used to love the eavesdrop on the old black lady conversations when they would talk about men and relationships. Mm. Those are my favorite Try ones to eavesdrop on. Try to. Because just like, what are y'all talking about? Just what are y'all talking about? Or like they would try to like whisper it. Like they would see them, and then they'd be like. Like, girl, you're not whispering, right? right? This these ears work. There's my no, thirteen like, year old ears can still hear you, girl. Because mm-hmm. I haven't been in a, a beauty shop in God knows how long. Because mm-hmm. when I go to beauty shops now, they're like, "Oh, you like having your hair like that? Oh, I could never do it." And I'm just like, <laughs> "Didn't ask you to, girl." <laughs> this is not about you. And I was like, it fact. wasn't hard. She was like, "Oh, I could never do it." I was like, "Well, it wasn't hard for me, and I love it." And they're like, "Oh, I could just..." And they try to like try to convince me, right? That. Right. You know, like right. maybe I made a bad decision. Right. Or like make me feel bad for making such a to cut my hair off. Or like, you know, grow naturally. And right. I'm just like, I don't care. Yeah. So I just like try to end the conversation short. I'd be like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I go into beauty shops sometimes. Mm-hmm. And they just like, I've been to beauty shops here and in Kenya. And in Kenya, sometimes they just be like, it used to be a couple of years ago, they would just be like fascinated that, I had locks and wanted to keep them. Like hmm. they, they, I would walk in and they would assume that I wanted to like cover them up or cut them off or like put a weave in or something. I'm like, yeah. would y'all see this hair on my? What are you talking about? <laughs> um, or if I've walked into one here, um, I always thought locks were a fairly common style among women. 
like growing up um when i saw locks they weren't generally on men they were more on women Mm -hmm. but when i moved down to new orleans it it feels like they're more gendered down here because i had a lot of folks reacting to my locks specifically a lot of men would react to them and just be like Oh, and, and not in the like sexualized sort of way that dudes would like react to you on the street, but just really like, be oh, like, your locks nice. oh, your locks. And I'm just like, li- I like your locks, girl. Yeah, and I'm just say, like, oh, say, girl. Or like, who say does girl. your hair? Da, da, da. Who does like, your hair? You do your hair, you do. And, I'm just, and I'll be like, yeah, you I do, do my hair. People locks? And there's no you follow up, like, you gonna get me. A, and it's just like, all right, you know, all right, cool, looking. cool. They look good, they look good. Right, and I'm You just know, like, I was growing mine, you know, I was trying right. or whatever. Or blase, blase. story. And you know, uh, you know, I was talking to my girl. And, right. you know, she used to do my locks for me or right. whatever. But then she like, you know, she told me to do it around the corner right. or whatever. Right. And you know, then you know, one thing led to another. Blase, blase. Right. I don't talk to her no more. So right. you do locks. You know, right. who do your locks? Right. And it's like, what kind of grease you use? Like, uh, you use beeswax. I be using beeswax. You remember? My 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 boy told me to use it, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, do mm-hmm. use it down the street." I was like, "Oh yeah, oh do locks be good mm-hmm. or whatever." You know, mm-hmm. they look real nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long you had them for? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. You have them, man, they're real long, man. Right. Man, you feel me? They, they look good, though. They, they look so good, skinny. though. They don't pop. <laughs> That's the number one question. I'm like, all right, clearly you like you're looking at them. Like, or whatever. Akilah <laughs> uh, was asking me if I sleep voice. with a stocking or a silk pillow. And I said no. And I got excommunicated from the Church of Black Girl Hair, apparently. Can you, you excuse me? See? You don't cover your hair or something, ma'am? Uh, never have, never do. You don't tie a, a do-rag on? No. You should take care of that. Why? I'm just, <laughs> I just, I've never understood it. Even when I didn't have locks, I never did. Do you tie your hair down? No. <laughs> I mean, shit, boy, I don't know. I'm just saying. Live your life, okay? I think my sis, my sister started to I mean, when she was in like high school and trying to like get attention from like the boys and stuff, but I never really cared about. Nah, girls, dry as hairs. I need to put all. I need to have all the moisture tactics. I don't have dry hair. Especially, I don't have dry skin. Especially I don't, as just, dry as it is, it's because it's bleached now, so it's mm, even drier. But mm. the other day it was feeling real soft, and then I got in the pool and it got wet. Dun dun dun. I was like, damn. Um. Anyways, uh, my weekly obsession this week is um, this TV show called um, Daytime Divas. I thought you were going to say Confederacy. Girl, they wish. This TV show called Daytime Divas that features one Vanessa Williams. Oh. Um, And it's like. Daytime? mm Mm-hmm. And it's making fun of like uh, talk shows like The the View and stuff like that. Uh And so it's just like a tv show about these women on this talk show and like their lives and stuff and it's just like trash tv basically mm-hmm. it's like a reality show but not really because it's like scripted uh-huh. it's, yeah it's, it's pretty interesting it's like twists and turns and plots plot points and shit Word. but like being mary jane but for daytime i guess so yeah but like all women and not as much sex definitely not as much sex mm, that show really is just a lot of sex i haven't watched season four of being mary jane i didn't finish season three of being mary jane so I don't remember anything that happened in that show other than sex and her getting in like was she in a car crash or something? Yes, and, and her getting on my damn exactly nerves. Exactly the same, even though her face was all fucked up and she was horrible to everybody. Yeah, her and her getting oh yeah, because she got like plastered. She's a horrible character. She she's not likable at all. Not really sure what, but you know. Somebody told me she's more likable in season three, and I'm just like, is she? Because she's so annoying. Yeah, I just I never root for her. No. 
She's so mean to everyone. It's like, girl, how do people tolerate you? You're the worst. She has money. She does have money. She gives them money, so they tolerate her stupid. Pretty straight. Arrogantness. Oh, she's the worst. Uh, but yeah, I've been watching Daytime Divas and also been watching this like freeform TV show, which I'm pretty sure it's for like teenagers because it's on freeform, aka ABC Family. I was like, what is freeform? It's what ABC Family's called now. Um, and it's called like The Bold Type and it's about like these girls at a magazine, which I'm pretty sure is supposed to be Cosmopolitan because it's called Scarlet, but it's like very similar to what Cosmopolitan writes about. Mm-hmm. It's like they write about like sex and like women and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, not all just sex, but it's like there is. So it's like the magazine is trying is in a turning point where it's like not just about like fluffy and like sex pieces. Mm-hmm. It's more about like it's more of like a feminist focused kind of show and like magazine and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All about women empowerment and these girls being like young and in charge of their lives. Um, and you know, it's very interesting. I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch this. It's cute or whatever. Um, so I just caught up on all of that. Yes, and I have one more episode of Catfish to watch. Two more episodes of Catfish to watch. Oh, Catfish. Mm-hmm. Catching up with my shows. Catching up with my shows. I haven't watched Catfish in a minute. I might need to Catfish. Actually, like, the last couple episodes of Catfish have been like happy endings. And I'm just like, nah. what the fuck is this? Maybe Ain't watching Catfish. Right? What is this? I need like one in every 16 to be happy. That's a good yeah. percentage ratio for me. I need, I need like pure drama. Mm-hmm. I need, you know, I need the, the I need fat to, Billy Price to, every time. to fucking drive across the country and find out you're dating a chair or something. Oh right? my God. I need some real drama. People like, people be in a relationship for like years. Yeah. Which also doesn't functionally make sense for me. Like, people live their lives on the internet. But logistically, it doesn't. Oh, you never had a phone call with this person? Uh, no, it just never worked out. The timing for four years, <laughs> the timing never worked out y'all never, for a phone call? Y'all never uh, video chat? It's no? Like, no, the cameras are broken. It's like, literally, you can video Always? chat on anything. Mm. You don't even have to, like, remember? They could go to the library. Here's something we did not mention in the last episode that we should have mentioned in the last episode. Remember, like, buying video webcams? Mm-hmm. Like, buying, like, actual... Mm-hmm. A separate webcam, piece. Right, the webcam right. is like a big old ball on like these right. little two little legs, and right. you plug it in. It wasn't even a USB port. It was like you a, a little a, ball on top that yeah. you would put, and like it clips on top of your camera, or right. like it sits next to your sit, clips on top of your camera, clips on top of your computer screen, or sit next to your computer screen, and you have a webcam, and you, right. it clicked. It went into like kind but of the same clear, part as the headphone jack. I would have a lot more sympathies for like the whole catfish thing, and like you know. 1884 when you were like pen pals and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking 2009. I said 2019. It is I was not 2019. I was like, well, what day? People could get away with it in 2009. Okay. Oh, I'm living in the past. Uh, you know, I but I live for Catfish every time. Some people are like, it's such a stupid show. It doesn't make any sense. How do people? And I was like, I don't care if it's stupid. I don't care if it don't make sense. I just know it is entertaining as hell. <laughs> Also, my thing is the people who like you're going on the show called Catfish. There's a ninety nine percent chance <laughs> you're being catfish. This isn't. There's no element of surprise left in this shit. But right? you know, but I watch it every time. So- I am there every time. Like ooh, especially if I catch it like the day it comes on, because then like I have and to be fresh. stuck in suspense because I have a DVR, so I can like watch See, my shows mm-hmm. and like shh. Mm-hmm. Fast forward. 
but that's now, the problem with chaos. Why don't I just don't buy that shit? I'd be sucked into it. Sucked in that, and if if a, if a season, if like a string of episodes of True Life come on, I am not getting up. Yo, you know, there's a show. What was it I called? I will just sit there and watch all the episodes of True Life. America's Next Top Model. Oh my God. Law and Order SVU. Oh, that and that will you will get stuck watching Law and SVU for three days straight. You like three look days. Up and it's be like, like three years. They have enough footage to keep you trapped. <laughs> oh my God. Because you be like, I've watched this episode again, right. but how does it turn out? Right. And then sometimes they play on each other, and you're mm-hmm. just like, fuck. Well, I mean. Yeah, we gotta find out what happened. Because you know, you know, USA does like the the kids marathon mm-hmm. or like the, it is the crazy USA. wives USA and just like oh USA, USA. Then what other TV show do I get like wrapped into and just like sit there and watch all of it? There used to be a show called Next on oh MTV. Oh my god, that Love show is it. terrible. It's and so Room Raiders. Oh, oh my god, Lord. Room Raiders. Every Room Raiders day. was. T- I always feel I loved and hated that show because I was like, if a motherfucker came into, my, I would not want to be judged by my room. I mean, they knew they were coming. I get it, but it's also like I mean, they were like, we're probably gonna come at this time or like during right. this week, and they right. like came and got them. Scissor was on Room Raiders one time. Really, Scissor? Yeah. Well, I was about to say before she was Scissor, but she was always Scissor. Like when she was. Isn't that her real name? <laughs> <laughs> is that her real name? I don't know. I don't I know think. what her real name is. Uh, She's adorable, but she was on Room Raiders once. Um, I always like. Wait, what do you say? If a motherfucker came to your room, what? Go ahead. I just would never like. No, what? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be judged by my room. I don't want to get somebody in my room like. If I want, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I feel like you ain't about to judge me. Even yeah. if it's clean or if it's dirty, but especially when it's dirty. I'll be yeah. doing shit. I don't really live in my room. My I room just is always pretty much a mess mm-hmm. because I'm like, I wash clothes. I don't fold the said clothes. They mm. stay in the basket for like a week. And then. Right. Depending on when you hit me. <laughs> if you hit me a week after laundry day, because I usually get into like a general cleaning frenzy. You'd want to date the shit out of me, mm-hmm. according to Room Raider standards. <laughs> but. The other three weeks out the month when I'm like, you know, living my life mm-hmm. and shit, you'd be like. And you'd be like, oh, my God, this room is so dusty. And it's right. like, my house is always dusty right. because I have an animal. Right. I can like dust. I can go dust my house right now. Right. And then over the next 10 minutes, it will right. be dusty again. Right. Nothing I can really do about it. Hmm. I do. I don't like animals in houses. That's <laughs> an African thing. <laughs> It's also just like reaches across the diaspora because black <laughs> people also don't like. Um, I mean, I'm black, but and I was about to say, well, you know, now I have questions. General, for you. like black people always have their dogs Boy. outside, but also my dog's not allowed on my furniture, so that's how black like I am. Giving him mixed mixed signals. No, she's not allowed on the furniture, but she's allowed in the house. So she's also like this big. It's massive. She wasn't like last outside. <laughs> that's true. Um, shit. Talk about. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's my weekly obsession. Cool. All right. Do I have any church announcements? Uh, yes, church announcements. Um, next week, Patty and I will be at Second Fire Wine at Common Praxis. Um, damn, where is Second Fire Wine? Um, on Wednesday. Wednesday is the twenty. Six will be Wednesday, twenty sixth at Second Fire Wine Common Praxis. From I'm going to tell you in a second because I'm bad at remembering dates. From six to nine p.m. Come join us. Come drink some wine. I will watch you drink wine. Mm. You know, come have a cute little happy hour. Come network with people. Um, 
buy me food buy yourself food buy me food <laughs> buy me non-alcoholic drinks um and come hang out with me and petty uh that is part of our partnership with the away team so we'll see you there you know it's at 1027 Turo street i think i've actually passed i can find wide didn't it used to be in the marini is that the marini it's right off st claude and not too far from st claude and esplanade i think it's before you get to jeans mm. well there you go boom i mean of course i wouldn't know where it is because i don't drink wine um but yes come out it's gonna be a cute time come hang out with me irl sunny some sunny and petty in the wild that's all my church announcement i have for today what do you got church announcements ladies and gentlemen of the congregation ladies and gentlemen (laughs) thank you for staying for announcements (laughs) on friday april i mean april fuck august 4th I think is that August fourth? Is that a date? Friday, August fourth. When in our AKA frequency are bad at our um perspective things. Yes, that's the fourth. Yep. Um, bad at things we have to do. <laughs> Team Snow or Slam New Orleans is having our send off show before we go to Denver for the National Poetry Slam. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So come on through, listen to poetry. We're good. We've won the title twice. Ooh. The last uh, couple of years. So. Ooh. It's not like we suck. Ooh. Everyone thinks poetry sucks. I don't think poetry sucks. Everyone but you thinks poetry sucks. <laughs> but I, I love used to poetry. write poetry as a young child. Hey, and everybody used to write it, which is why I'm like, where is the correlation? What happened to you? Why what happened I to stop? all of you? Between the ages of like seven, when everybody was a poet and like really feeling themselves and like drawing flowers on the borders of their poetry, to 17 when everyone was like, nah, man, fuck that shit. That's for the emo nerds. No, I never felt that way. Um, I just stopped writing poetry. I can't remember why. I just like stopped. Mm. I would always like think about poems I would want to write, but I would never actually write them down. So mm. I would just like make up poems in my head and never write them down. Also, I told you I was never good at keeping a journal. Real. Maybe you're a poet and you don't even know it. Oh! Donna! Bringing um, it back to I'm going to show you some of my poetry from fifth grade. <gasps> I'll show you some of mine from middle school. It's pretty bad. Mine is pretty... Uh, I had a teacher tell me that was very like deep for a child to write, and I was like, what? Because I was a depressed child, so it was very like, In high school, mine got sad. good. Something <laughs> happened between high school and middle school. It was middle very school. sad when I was a child writing poetry because I, I was depressed. <laughs> so it was very, uh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You were like Cloudy D back then. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> a little Cloudy D, you know what I mean? A little Shady D. Uh, any more church announcements? You got anything? No, I, I told you I, I'm a hermit. I live under rocks. You got anything over there? No? All right. Go check out the blog. www.narlinians.com Yes, where can we find you on the internets? I just... Where else? Is this thing on? Where w- else? <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also go to Frequency Speaks. Frequency has two E's, like freedom, not like I'm trying to free Quincy, which everybody thinks I have a boyfriend in lockup named Quincy. <laughs> It's not like that. Yeah, that's where I am. Mm-hmm. You can Google me. Mm-hmm. You can find me on the Instagrams at Wenders and Suspenders. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Twitter, but I'm pretty sure you know by now I'm trash at Twitter, so I don't know if you want to find <laughs> me on Twitter. Don't follow me. 
not even trying to encourage you. I wouldn't put you down that. So, uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. <gasps> what? Oh. I didn't do it. A last minute shit I seen on Twitter. Oh, God. Here we go. Everyone, hold on to your asses, guys, because this shit's a doozy. The segment is called Shit Don Mi- Saw on Twitter or Shit I Missed on Twitter. Shit, uh, shit I've seen on Twitter, which is actually a segment I do. Shit seen on Twitter. Oh, and Shit Missed on Twitter. It's my segment. <laughs> yes. Get it. <laughs> Here's what frequency missed on Twitter. Go ahead, guys. Some nigga. Oh, love. It's always. Go ahead. Some nigga mm-hmm. was like, I really hate it. I really hate that pre-sex where you have to get a girl wet because that is just so annoying. And I was like. That pre-sex? Pre-sex. And one of my friends was like, this nigga said pre-sex. I was like, wow. You mean foreplay, my nigga? I was just I'm like, <laughs> where is this language being developed? <laughs> that pre-sex. I was just like, what? As if that also isn't like part helpful of sex. to having sex. Like, yeah, but then his defense, his defense was. There's always defense, a defense. His defense was, he's like, Rebuttal. well, some people, somebody was like, um, it takes, you know, that it takes a woman a while to get aroused. Duh. And he was like, well, when a man gets aroused, he's ready to go, right? And. And somebody was like, yeah, but you're talking about a woman, different, different setups. And he was like, no, man, it just takes too long and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, your defense is that a man gets aroused quickly. And he's ready to go. Alternatively, We're you talking- could be with a man. Like if you're if your issue was like, yeah. get it. Yeah, you could, you could. You yourself just said dudes are the ones who you are also doing it the way you like do you it. You might like to be with men. Well, yeah. my friend. So I was having a conversation with my 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 friend and his friend, and they're both gay men. Um, and they were like, "That sounds like something a gay man would say, like a cl- like somebody like mm-hmm. that may be closeted and may not know, or something like that." Sounds mm-hmm. like something a gay man would say. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I'll take that judgment because you're a gay man. You would know. Right. I can't make this assumption. Right. So I'm getting this from gay men right. that you know maybe homeboys in a closet because yeah. what? There's no- so like, do you do you not engage in like?" kissing your partner or no I, I don't know touching your partner or something. why like, would you do something like that like and he's like man he's like these people that are saying that they do this they must not get a lot of pussy because i get a lot of pussy and it's like if you do it's bad like well not the pussy but like your sex is probably why right i just assumed that he has bad sex um and he is bad at having sex right and some girl was like, man, you, you know, like, you know, you can say whatever you want. You're right or whatever. You know, don't worry about what other people say. They just like to come down hard on guys and talk about, especially when talk about girls. And it's like, girl, are you agreeing with him? I don't. Are you having bad sex with him? Oh, that's a, it sounds. I mean, look, I'm not trying to shame nobody for their sexual preferences. If you mm-hmm. prefer dry pussy, like, I guess that's your thing. Like, that's and not then, comfortable for anybody. That's involved. what I was, saying. I was like, <laughs> and if you can find a girl who's like, no, I don't want to be wet. Please fuck me dry. Like that. That's your prerogative. I that's you know that's what you gotta do, Bobby Brown. However, however, I question whether that's a scenario that plays out very often for you. So when yeah. you're saying you're getting mad pussy, maybe I was like, first of all, he's a damn lie, right? A goddamn lie. Maybe I mean, are you using lube or uh, maybe it's a condition that the girls you're fucking have? There's some girls who have issues getting wet. That is very true. You could get some astro gel. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but everybody was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and everybody was just or, like laughing at him. probably he's never had sex. He's probably never had sex. He doesn't realize that that's he's never done supposed to be. It's supposed to be like that. We just also need better sex education yeah. in general. Anyway, on that note, guys, we should probably go. 
Probably. Because we've been here for a while now. Is this my birthday and I want to get a drink? Yes, yeah, birthday! Happy birthday! Frequency! Thank you, thank girl. You. Thank you so much for coming. I appreciate of you being course. here in the space and the place to be. Um, you're always welcome to come back. No, oh, thank you. Um, or not totally up to you. I'll never be back. Okay. I'm so glad you gave me the option. Yeah, I of course. I was trapped by like obligation. Like, oh shit, it was open ended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she makes me say yes. Um, <laughs> no, you're welcome to come back whenever you want. Um, but I'll check you. back in about the artists and we'll definitely be back. Yes. But this has been Triliterate. And as we always say, remember that we are loud, we are cute, and we are black. Bye, everybody. Bye.